get it. Boop, 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 doop, doop. What's that band that's at, uh, I think, isn't it Beastie Boys? When they, oh, when yeah. they Right before Fight yep. for Right the Party. They're like, hit it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Beastie Boys are the jam. They're legit. I haven't heard some Beastie Boys in a long time. It has though. been a long time since I listened to Beastie Boys. It's been a while. <laughs> that, that's not Beastie Boys. No, I know that's not a Beastie Boys song. Who is that even? It's like, I don't know who the fuck it is. It's like, it's a, is it um, Counting Crows? No. It's one of them bands like that, though. Isn't it? Stained. Stain, there you go. Boom. Stain and Counting Crows are a little bit, they're, I guess they're a little bit different. Yeah, man, Counting Crows is, uh, what's their gig? What's the bigger one? Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and me. They got the same kind of voice, though, in that, like, that guy, that lead singer for Counting Crows. A little similar voice, the same, oh, that back, back of the throat mm. sound. Yeah, but very different visually, because I'm pretty sure Stain guy's bald. Oh, yeah. Counting Crows is like, is he Black Dreads? He yeah he's like super yeah he's he's super shaggy and yeah like, yeah stain guy is super fucking intense he looks like he's gonna murder you yeah yeah and he's got that that feeling in his songs too the emotion yeah that's what we miss nowadays that it's, kind of emotion that I'm gonna kill you emotion yeah we need some more of that fucking shit in our in our you guys need some more bald limb. guy I'm gonna kill you yeah it's exactly what we need yeah he doesn't have to be bald but he needs the emotion. <laughs> I don't know, that like early two thousands bald lead singer band thing. That was pretty pretty real. Daughtry. Daughtry. Daughtry yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Okay, that's one. <laughs> Daughtry, stained. <laughs> stained, that's two. That's two. Okay, yeah. Pretty uh, sure real thing, though. Pretty sure U two was the nineties um you win some, you lose some. And Bono wasn't bald till later. Didn't Phil didn't Phil Collins shave his head once? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins <laughs> isn't even in the same realm, but <laughs> I don't think he is quite that same genre. Dude, but the angst and the doo 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 doo. Have you seen him lately, bro? No. Oh, it's fucking sad. He can't even fucking pick up drumsticks anymore. What? Yeah. He's like I'm not up to speed. I always just thought the man would live forever. Is it like no. a Muhammad Ali type of I, situation? I, I don't know if he's got MS or something, but he's like he he'll still sing. But I saw a picture of him sitting and just sitting in a chair. Singing at a concert, and it was just like, oh, fuck, dude, it's so sad. It's so hard to see because he's like a shell of himself. Mm. He looks like he's 100. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. I don't either. Like, could look it up if Bill was here. Yeah, fucking Bill. You know, we got to fix that thing. Red. Fuck. <laughs> Where the fuck is Bill? You're legit so good on that soundboard. That's weird. We need to fix that shit, though, because... Well, that's how the situation is so cool when you see people like Elton John still touring and it's mm -hmm. like they're just killing it and performance on stage. Who was that person you saw recently? Like Mick just Jagger, bro. Mm -hmm. Mick Jagger running across the stage back and forth. It. He's, he's only 71. So what's his story? What's he got? There's something going on then for sure. Mm, I don't know. Not, it's not, not it's a mid-health battle. I got to read an article. Hang on. Okay. Yes, I accept all your cookies. You guys chat. Introduce. Okay. Oh, hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Good morning, everybody. This is uh, Kyle Night the Conversation, Sunday morning. We are sitting here, starting a convo. We've got a guest today, super special guest. I mean, he's kind of special. You might know him as Captain Special, but we just call him Bailey Landman. <laughs> it's my son, Bailey, everybody. Hi, Bailey. Hi, guys. Captain Special. Yeah, it's been a long time running nickname. Nice. Yeah. So every... Every time Captain Special over there slides his bottle across the table, it's loud as fuck. So when you hear that, 
that sound, that's yeah. that's Bailey sliding his bottle on the table. Just so you know. He, there's a learning curve to this. <laughs> I'm flipping Captain Special some shit. And that's okay. Uh-oh. I'm a, oh, we should probably. Uh-oh. Are you going to, like, welcome to the Butt Crack of Dawn podcast, everybody? Dude, oh, and it's cold this morning. Uh, really? I thought yeah. it was nice. I thought I didn't think it was bad. Like, yesterday was cold. Degrees, what the fuck's with that? The wind, though, yesterday? Yeah, it was wicked. Snowy and windy? That was kind of that was kind of bullshit. That's like... Yeah, I'm done with... I, I, I love Wisconsin crazy weather, but I don't like going from 60 to side wind snow plus... Yeah, well, shit. Well, we were down at the Driftless Glen, and it was like a... It was like a 15-minute blizzard, but it was coming down pretty heavy snow-wise yeah. for a bit. Yeah, them fucking dudes across the road were laying bricks on that building. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and I was like, oh, how'd you like to be those guys? And Stefan looks at you you would be one of those guys. Like, Department building? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. All right. Hey, Phil Collins suffered injured vertebrae in his upper neck, which led to crippling nerve damage and has pancreatitis at the moment. Fuck. <laughs> but he had to have surgery uh, to fix the vertebrae. Oh. So pretty much ended the career. And once your back starts going, that's... Yep. In the, and it must be the nerve damage so bad. Yeah, that's where he can't pick up the drumstick. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough seeing him. Like, So, Willie Nelson, I've seen like videos of him recently. Mm-hmm. You expect him to be rough. He's He is like 100. You yeah, know? Getting, yeah. it, and it's like, who, who would you go and see, like, even if they're a fucking 100 years old, like, what band? Even if you knew that they were going to sound like... A hundred-year-old person singing, and it probably wasn't going to be the same, but the, just to get the feels. Like still alive? Yeah, still alive. Mm, probably Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. But in fairness, I've seen them like three times. But it's been a while. <laughs> I think the only time I've seen them was they had like a Super Bowl halftime performance. Like Are you probably. at the Super Bowl? Okay, I watched it. <laughs> he meant like saw. Oh, them. like you saw them in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when you know how old we are. We well, no, Kyle doesn't look old though. I wouldn't imagine. I would have seen them. Thanks. Uh, well, I know you're my dad. I know you're old. Probably in like oh <laughs> four, oh five, oh six, somewhere in there. Okay. Like the second half of my high school year, and then I would have seen them probably like two or three years later. So like when I was still in college. Okay, so he's not that old. How old are you, Kyle? None your fucking business. <laughs> Fuck, he's double leap year, baby. Double leap year. One. February 30th. Only happens every eight years. Oh. No, uh, how old am I, Ike? Kyle's 33 years old. Yeah, I am 33. Okay. Soon to be 34. Soon. 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 Good thing we have birthdays and we can help you pay for that new habit you got. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, man. So, A, I now enjoy a good bourbon. And B, I had a nightcap every day last week. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. And so I've been doing a lot of research, and I think, ah, oh man, so we went to Total Wine last week. Mm-hmm. Great store. Last weekend. Last yeah. weekend. And, uh, yeah, I just wasn't prepared. <laughs> so. it was. It's, when you go in there, it's, what what'd you call it? Some decision paralysis or something? Yeah, man. I was in analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. I've heard that. Fronted with 80 bourbons. Oh, there was more than 80. Probably. There's like 180. There's and then so you got many. fucking little McWillie over here trying to sell us some bottle in California shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. What was that shit? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. The stuff you asked for was good, though. Oh, yeah. That was tasty. Well, he gave us the 18 year. Yeah. That was legit good. But I didn't want to pay for that one. That one was like, eh. No. So, 
you got to like, you just got to build it up a little bit. Yeah. You know? See, my problem is the stuff that I like, I it's not building up. It's going. You, you drink it. <laughs> like my double oak is pretty much gone at this point. Mm-hmm. My, uh, the Angel's Envy, you know, it's not my thing. Okay. It's good. I can tell it's good. Yeah. But it's not my thing. Hmm. And, uh, but I'm still drinking it. Well, but that Bib and Tucker is good. The Bib and Tucker is good. Yeah. Tucker. Yeah. So what I always do, if I buy a bottle, even if it's a nice bottle and it's like, it's okay. You know, it's not like my thing, like you're like Angel's Envy for you. Angel's Envy. <laughs> um, I'll just use it as a mixer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, so um, if I want to make an old fashioned or something like that, then I'll just use it as a mixer and it seems to work out pretty good. And yeah. it's just like, you you still, I mean, you still get the bourbon flavor, but then you expect the other flavors to kind of go with it, or yeah. whiskey ginger or something And that's like the that. thing with that Angel's Envy is like, I can tell there's a good bourbon behind the, the, the port. The port taste. Yeah. The port's a little heavy handed. He liked the, the port that I had him. Uh, Bailey tried the Glendronic port oh. last night, and he liked that one. Well, yeah, anything to cover the fucking smoky dirt taste of scotch is just going to help. Well, the Glen- I don't know. No, the Glendronic didn't have the peat. Oh, no? No, no peat in the, in the Glendronic. Mm. It's that same as that 21 you had. There was no peat in that. Anything of the mask, the taste of scotch is going to help. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I need like, so I was doing some research, and I need some like affordable Bottles that are good dailies. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of uh, Jack Daniels? That's real <laughs> underground stuff. It's super good. Jesus. <laughs> you're, de- you're, you're dealing with a 21-year-old here. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking for level two. <laughs> <laughs> level two. Um, you're, you're Maker's more, Mark? You're like at level three. I might be at level three. You're level not three. quite a little above Maker's Mark. Though. Yeah. yeah man. Kyle's at level three. He's He didn't... But I see, think like a $40 bottle is my bottle. Four roses. Yeah. That's it. That's they, do, they do a small batch that's like not actually half bad. Yep, that's on the list. So I've got a little list going of must-have grabs to stock and have available. Mm-hmm. That's not going to kill my bank. See what you you got to do is especially with the bourbons. The um every once in a while, if you don't want to drive the Madison, you can go uh, the Viking. Mm-hmm. They'll have like a specific bottle on sale, you know, and it'll be five, six, seven, sometimes eight dollars off. Yep. That's where you're gonna get it for the for a decent price. You know? Well, that's how I got that first bottle from uh, festival. Mm, yeah, it was on sale. That makers was mm-hmm. on sale, six seven bucks off. Yeah, so I'd say like level one is like that Evan Williams bottom shelf, fourteen ninety nine, thirteen ninety nine a bottle. Yep. That's that's level zero. That's no, no, no. That's level one. Level zero is like straight up fucking piss moonshine in the plastic fifth bottle that you get from behind the counter at the gas station. Mm-hmm. That's level zero. I don't know. I, I the first time I ever had whiskey of my own, we got this thing called Canadian Mist. Oh yeah, it's Canadian whiskey. Canadian whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Was I don't even know. It comes when it comes in a plastic bottle. I don't <laughs> know if it counts as whisky anymore. But because it fucking it's too cold in Canada, they got to put that shit in plastic. <laughs> yeah, the glass just shatters. It's so fucking cold up there. That's what it is. No, it's every everybody that's making it is also drinking it, and they dropped a lot of bottles. Yeah, <laughs> they, sure. had to, they had to start putting it in plastic because everybody's so fucking wasted. Just just inhaling the air around the, the Canadian. They're trying to get their car door open. That's why they call it froze. Canadian mist. <laughs> so just drop that shit. It's the Canadian mist. It's the this, the stills got some some leaks in the ventilation, and so they're sitting there getting whacked out. Pure alcohol going through the air, misting. 
There's also the ice, ice or the yeah the lock deicer. If you need it, oh in the yeah, back, just dump shit. that shit on there and it melts. Yeah, you can instant. just pour it on your lock and light it on fire, and just like that'll warm it up right there. Yeah, the door will just fucking open. That's right, done. That's all you got to do. It's like pure heat. It's like you put it in your fuel tank when you got to get that water out <laughs> yep, of your fuel. You, you just go. dump it in there. That's some legit shit. Canadian whiskey is like, to me, it's just not good. Have you ever had Canadian whiskey? Yeah. Okay. Well, but not straight, not not neat. Well, isn't, had it, like, isn't Crown? That's Canadian, yeah, right? Yeah. Crown's good though. I ha- I've had I've had like the high end Crown, but it's been a long time since so I've had the high end Crown. Crown's, I think, the the only one I've had. Maybe had is well, I don't know if it's just the name. I've had is it Can- Canada Goose, Canadian Goose, is Grey it Goose, vodka. Oh, Grey Goose, that's what it is. Yeah. Grey Goose. It's Grey Goose vodka, isn't it? Yeah, Grey Goose is vodka. Yeah. Okay, is that Canadian? Probably not. I don't know. Like, geese are from Canada. That's what I. That's my initial thought. Or that's what I thought. I mean, fucking goose on the guys. One thing. plus one is two. I <laughs> <laughs> can just do it. That's don't assume. It seems legit to me. You need to do the new math. Yeah. Carry the four. You need to do the new math. Is Canadian? Is is, is Grey Goose? Is Grey Goose Canadian? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was tired. Well, is Canadian is, is Canadian a Grey Goose? Yeah, there you go. Um, no, it is made in Sweden, France, and the UK. Fuck those guys. And the US. And the US. I I didn't look into any of this, but I was listening to something. And they dove into rum. And he mentioned, and I want to know if you know anything about this. He mentioned, like, essentially American tax dollars pay for uh, Captain Morgan. What? Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Wait, how? I don't know. I didn't. He didn't explain. He linked an article that I did not read. So I was just asking if you knew about any of this. I, I have never heard of this. I haven't. If Bill was here, he could probably answer it for us. But I'm going to type. Tax dollars. Well, you do you some research. Or you talk to him. Captain Special. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. What's up, bro? It's been about, I think the last time we talked, I was probably 16. 16, about. 17, yeah, in that range. I think I, I think I moved out to Seattle when I was 16. Okay, so 16, yeah. I think I was doing boxing up until pretty close to then. You were boxing, and I'm pretty sure we... Took you out on the camping trip. Oh, yeah. I think I won the first ever. Yeah, and then you fucking bailed. So, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> and now you're full in Seattle mode with yeah. your fucking khakis. Like, what the hell? What shoes are you wearing right now? Boots. Those aren't boots. Yeah, you're right. They're, t- <laughs> they're called tall shoes. Yeah, no, you're... I'm fucking either boots. You're, uh... You've been influenced... By oh, Western culture, 100%. No oh, question. yeah. He's a, <laughs> I know he's, that because a, it was 17 degrees this morning. I wanted to die. <laughs> he's, a, he's a West Coast Seattle boy. Okay, here's the deal. I this like is, the Kraken sweatshirt, though. I do like the Kraken sweatshirt. This is the lowdown. All right, what's the, what's the dealio? Okay, under the agreement, um, the Diego in London will receive, this is the company that makes them, makes Captain Morgan, Receive tax credits and other benefits worth two point seven billion dollars over thirty years, including a hundred and sixty-five million dollar cost of building a state-of-the-art distillery on the island of Saint Croix in the Virgin Islands, the what? U.S. Virgin Islands. That is because the U.S. Virgin Islands offered a fucking uh, tax law that helps the island's aging economy. 
So oh, basically, to, economy, so. to keep the islands afloat, they built a fucking Captain Morgan plant. Word. And then they're just going to offer a bunch of jobs. And then we're saying, well, yeah. Then basically, yeah. So Captain Morgan will just be able to make Captain Morgan for free for the next 30 fucking years. That shit better be cheap. I haven't bought Captain in a long time. No shit. That should be like in the spirit of the sagging economy. It should be fucking free. Should be like you should be able to get a handle for the cost of the glass. Yeah, man. Let's we should go to California model. Aren't you guys? Aren't they giving you guys? You're not California. You were fucking. Seattle does it too. Do you guys recycle glass in Seattle? Yeah. For the like that you get this. No, I was gonna say oh, we've like we lay you money for it. Yeah. No. Oh. I was gonna say California's giving out or wants to give out four hundred dollar debit cards for gas. What? Yeah, because gas prices are so high. We don't know, it's like eight dollars. Why don't you lower their fucking gas tax? <laughs> They'd rather just give it out in the form <laughs> of a fucking debit card, I guess. It's like a stimulus, but really? gas exclusive. I don't fucking. I under- think my. I think they want to do it like monthly. I need to move to California. That's like okay, so it's that's that's the, you're getting the universal basic income. You are at that territory. point. You really are. It's like. I think the pandemic stuff basically shifted the mindset that we could, you know, wouldn't be terrible to front a little cash every month to somebody. Okay, so like, I initially in the pandemic, I get it. People needed help. People were fucked up. Nobody could work. Da 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 da. But did that notice that a fucking nineteen seventy two Ford F one fifty is sixteen thousand dollars? Yeah, with a hundred and ninety billion miles on it. Jesus, houses are 20, 30% higher. That's ridiculous. Especially that I had my girlfriend's parents, their neighbors moved into their house. They'd never seen the house before. They bought it for 200 grand above asking and just moved in. Yeah. They'd never seen it in person. And that's like not even too crazy, apparently, according to their neighborhood. Hmm. Just with, with houses out there, especially. And then I was like, that's got to be a Seattle exclusive. And you tell me about Bill's house. His house went for how much above asking? 20 grand or nice. f- 15 grand over asking. Yeah. In Baraboo. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Unfortunately, I know your story's a lie because there's no way you have a girlfriend. So, <laughs> But Actually, crazy. <laughs> Damn. I fact-checked it. And uh, <laughs> someone it happened to someone. I'm Kyle's been doing research. He was checking. He's been uh, scamming your socials. I just got to give him grief. I haven't yeah. seen him in five years. Well, you years. got years of grief to make up for him. Exactly. Yeah. Long time. He's like he's staggering at like fucking seven foot three, <laughs> something like that. It's legit. He's tall. Or the boots, I can't tell. Or the quote boots. Uh, they're, they're tall shoes. That's what, they, <laughs> that's what they tell them when they buy them in Seattle. They're like, if anybody else, just say they're just tall shoes. Yeah. When you go to a different, when you go to the Midwest, just tell them they're tall shoes. That way they won't. Don't make call money. them boots, or you're gonna get your. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get your ass handed to you. Actually, if you go like to Northern Idaho and call those boots, someone probably would. Take one off and put it up your ass. So like Damn. Fold it in half and like a boot wouldn't do this. Just like that. <laughs> but no, going back to your point, yeah, everything's fucking crazy right now. Pricing. Yeah. So like I bought a I bought a package of brats last weekend when it was nice out. Mm-hmm. Sam wanted brats. I'm trying to remember like last year when I bought brats, how much a pack of brats was. And I want to say it was like four bucks. Mm-hmm. Like three ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Six fifty. What? No. Yeah, that's great. Kind of casings on them, bras, dude. <laughs> like the, like these original baby, baby calf. original Johnsonville. Really, six fifty for a fucking five pack. Jesus, 
Well, I, more than a dollar per broad. Was it We're a, over a dollar per broad, man? Yeah, put some. What does this world come to? That's put insane. tax on it. You got to buy the bun too, and mustard. You're talking like two put bucks of mustard bro- on your browns. What's wrong with you? you put, like the put, the the ground mustard? No, <laughs> I put no, I, man. I'm fucking weird. I put mustard on my brats. I put honey on my brats. You fucking no, you do are fucking weird. Do. That is weird. You put honey on your brats. Yeah, man. What kind of fucking psycho puts no, honey bro, on your brats? Don't do not knock it because I've I've only told a I'm handful of people that, it. and it's typically when they're eating brats with me at my house and I have honey available, and then they try it and it's life changing. Oh, you got like a sweet and savory this. thing going on. It's fucking on point. That seems quite well. I'm gonna try it now, but it doesn't uh, just just in the spirit of like, so I can make fun of you later. Yeah, you you tell me about it. I think I'll, yeah, I'll let I'll let you know. It's, it's, Honey on your brats. Yeah, man. When did you start doing that? Mm, I don't know. Five six years ago. Yeah. What made you think of putting yeah. honey on? He's like, just sitting there one day. He's like. <laughs> You no don't one, think. No one can see you. No, a, a while ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. A while ago, I uh, my allergies are so bad. I'm like, all right, I know that honey's supposed to maybe help with it. So I started eating honey with everything, like my chicken tenders and French fries and shit like that. I get that, though. And uh, well, I don't know. I'm like, man, whatever. We'll try it on the broth. And it was great. And I've never stopped. Honey on like a like a chicken sandwich or something? It was fantastic. I can see that. But on a broth? I think broths are supposed to be all savory. I don't know. I like it. You don't have to like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, but chicken is pretty much savory. But it's a whole different deal. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, think, like, like, chicken, think of like waffles. chicken wings and shit. There's been like chicken sweet and waffles, spicy man. chicken wings forever and chicken and waffles. Yeah. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. So like the savory and the sweet go really well together with chicken. So... There's a potential for it to going well together with a brat. I just can't. Like, I just haven't. I'm I having a hard time imagining it. It's okay, and you can try it. And you said this is fucking disgusting, but don't blame me because brat prices are really high. <laughs> I'm blaming you. <laughs> so maybe try it when they even back out. One of my one of my clients showed up to. I was working at their house last week, and she walks in the kitchen. She fucking sets down the jar of Hellman's, Hellman's mayonnaise. Yeah. Helmets? It's Helmets. It's called Helmets. We just call it Helmets <laughs> for short. Excuse me. Um, she goes, how much do you think that jar of mayonnaise costs? I'm like, I don't know. Fucking working over here. And she's Three like, bucks, four bucks? Eight fucking Jeez. dollars. Eight dollars for Hellman's mayonnaise. I'm like, you know. And she goes, yep. Eight dollars. So... Now the inflation's starting to hit the food. Yeah. <clears throat> so all these jobs making fifteen bucks an hour, twenty bucks an hour, it's like all that money's gone. It's it doesn't even exist anymore. You might as well still be making twelve and fifteen bucks an hour when brats were three dollars and ninety nine cents and mayonnaise was four bucks. Yep. You know, and gas was two dollars and twenty five cents or whatever. Well, fuck, we just had the new year, and how many people have annual reviews at the new year and you got a 3% raise, which is, you're thinking is awesome, and suddenly you're making, you know, 5% less because everything's 8% more. That you just did some that math. Some, math, some math, quick right math. That yeah. was math. New math. I'm telling you. New math? Yeah, man, just keep carrying the fours and it works out. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? I'm like, whoa. I was like, 
vision that what's that fucking movie where the little symbols are showing up over the, <laughs> their fucking head x squared minus z <laughs> it's just like you're that genius guy he's sherlock holmes sitting there what, what was the good <clears throat> is it goodwill hunting mm. no he, where he's not. a janitor yeah, that was, yeah that's but I don't, yeah. I don't think they were showing up in front of him in that one. Oh, i know what you're talking about where it's like yeah, I don't. Only they can see it, and all. I don't the think like the special effects were there for Good with Hunting. Oh, that was newer. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's got what the fuck's his name? The guy who isn't in a Hangover, the main one. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Oh, Limitless. There you go. Limitless. Yeah, that's right, dude. When I watched that movie, I was just like, "Fuck, I want that pill so bad." That'd be so fucking awesome. I haven't watched in a while. Don't you like degrade if you don't have it then? Or you have to take it? No, more you more? just you just have to keep taking it. Yeah. Except for he figured out how to not. He figured out how to, he manufactured it so you didn't have to keep taking it. He just has it all the time now. There's a couple of really good conceptual movies like that that I liked that were around the same time. It was that. It was like Inception. Inception was great. Inception was... Yeah, that was a fuck mind fuck. It took me like four times watching that movie. To yeah, that get was all of it. I not, still have. I still not get all of it. Yeah, like. that's like when they're going in the fucking world's upside down and shit. And then the girl's in there and she's just like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, man, it's a yeah, good movie. It was a good movie. Speaking of movies, Bailey and I watched a couple movies in the last couple of days. Two of them. That's that's pretty much the definition of a couple. <laughs> that's, that's a standard definition. <laughs> but you can say a couple and you can mean up to like four. No, you can't. Mm, a couple. No, is, you couple definitely is two. can. No. A couple is two. A few is three. Yeah. This is a uh, bunch is more than three. A handful. That would <laughs> be up to five. A yeah. plethora is exactly seven. No. No, bro. No, no, no. no, that's, no, no. A, that's the definition a of a couple. A couple is actually. two. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You fucking oh. lie. No, he's, look it up. He, he looks really serious. He does look <laughs> like he's, he's like, like there's a right. cockiness with this look. Like he knows what he's talking about. All right, so. all right, fine. That's I'll my one fact of the day. Just drop some knowledge on this shit. So what are you learning a couple in college? is always two, like always, forever. A couple is two. Oh, and I use couple as anything from two to five, bro. No, bro. When so, you're dating your girlfriend, you're a couple. I suppose that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a, unless you got <laughs> a thruple. Some weird yeah, Seattle, there's a Seattle there's shit a, going yeah, on. If you're, if you're like Sorry, a thruple, Seattle stuff. PG. This is not PG. <laughs> Fucking. You can say whatever you want. True. Yeah. No one listens anyway. No, so pretty much. I'm, I'm one of you guys' three listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, your other brother is due. So. Yeah, but he's... Oh, no, he's not. He's on the road. Speed. Up to speed. Oh, no, he's not. He hasn't been listening that much. He uh, said when he's, when he's in school, he doesn't listen as much. He doesn't have the time. I joined in too late. At this point, I just kind of put on a random one. I don't listen to him in order. I, I just listened to the episode like... This one where you Six. guys are t- <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go back that far. I figured production value was still pretty rough at that point. So I no man. Some of out. our first episodes were like the whole the fucking, fucking time. Ones. <laughs> yeah, we've ac- we've actually downgraded as we've gone along. Exactly, we've, we've cared less worse. and less. So <laughs> yeah, that's just like when we first started. We're like, well, this is some serious shit. You need to. All, you just need to listen to the one where it's literally the title is fucking episode whatever it is because that one was just a shit show. Which one? Oh. Oh, yeah, that one was a shit show. They're kind of all shit shows, really. Yeah, basically. That's pretty much what, that's our, that's our MO. 
I mean, it's such a shit show. I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, couples. Okay. No, we were talking about movies. Oh, movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about movies. So we watched the Batman. Okay. And then like we, the new one? Yeah, the new Batman and then, then Lost City. We watched Lost City last night. What's that one? I don't know. Lost City is Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt. A little bit of Brad Pitt. Tiny and then a bit. lot well, of, bit of Brad, Pitt, it, yeah. Brad Pitt. I don't fucking care. All them butches. If you don't want to get spoiled, no, I'm just kidding. I won't spoil it for you because I don't want to alienate our other two listeners. But Lost City was really good. Lost City was funny. It was funny. It was like a really good uh, premise because you can you can get the premise from a trailer. So just let me let me have this part. I'm looking at Bailey right now. Um, Sandra Bullock is this writer. She used to be like a really serious like uh, writer, and then she. Got all fucked up in the head because something happened in her life, and so she her started. Her husband died. That was like the whole thing. Oh. That's not a spoiler. They say that in the wasn't first five minutes. Not of the in movie. the trailer, though. Yeah, I feel like that's just ruined it. Jesus, <laughs> fucking try to teach him, man. Amateur hour. Try to teach <laughs> God, you ever been on a podcast, bro? <laughs> it's fucking so ten a.m. on a Sunday at the strip club here. <laughs> That would be a fun podcast. That'd be a horrible <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What's that noise? Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. I'm trying to concentrate. All right. So anyway, <laughs> she's a writer. She starts writing romance novels. And Channing Tatum is the cover model for her romance novels. Mm. And so she something happens and he tries to rescue her. And it's, it's pretty fucking funny. And Brad Pitt... Makes a, an appearance in the movie and it's like fucking legit hilarious and nice. unexpected. Like yeah. it was, it was really good. Um, Is that like a theatrical new movie? Theatrical, as in, was it in theaters? Yes, it was yeah. in theaters. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at the Portage Cinema, okay, which is generally the only movie theater I go to in the area because they got small theaters, which are awesome. They have uh, really comfortable seats. And it's affordable. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, for like two people, it was less than 20 bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Gavin went to Desert Star to see Batman. It was 11 bucks a person there. Yeah, probably on matinee yet still. I don't, I mean, that was I don't know what time it was. Jesus, but it was like. I feel like I've got an echo. Do I have an echo? No. Okay. Yeah, I'll get over here. All right, good. So, what was like, yeah, what, Bailey? What did you think of the Batman? It was... Like, visually and, like, choreography-wise, like, fight-wise and all that, it was fantastic. It was one of the best movies I've seen in a while for that. That camera angles were all super cool. It was super well done, but the, it was just really long. Yeah. And it didn't need it's to like be. like three hours. It didn't it? need to be very long. Like, you see a movie sometimes, like The Hobbit or something, it's, like, three hours long, you're like, that was awesome. It's, like, three hours long, and you're like, that was a long movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I would, could, could I, would, I, I would wait till it comes out in some sort of streaming service to watch it. One gun. Yeah, that would be my that's like that's like a real uh, so Batman movies. They like depending on the director, they take different you know liberties, liberties. But I was gonna say vibes, right? Like, this oh yeah, is, this, this is, is supposed gonna... to be a throwback to like one of the dark comics, and it's supposed to be pretty dark and shit, right? Yeah, like he's the 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 Batman in this one. He's brooding, and he's like. Yeah. He doesn't like his family's legacy, you know, and he's just like uh, he's rejecting the fact that he's got to be this, you know, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it came off a little whiny. Yeah. Okay. There was one he joke did. about that though, because they must have they must have put it in a modern timeline. Yeah. And they're like, according to this movie, 
Bruce Wayne was at the movies with his parents in 2001, so he's probably watching Shrek. <laughs> Fucking his parents get murdered after Shrek. It's yeah. like, you're so happy because Shrek is such a good movie, and then your parents get murdered, and you're like, hmm. It'll be a bat. <laughs> Not in my swamp. <laughs> no, it's a, um, it's a little whiny. And it's, yeah, I've heard mixed reviews on it. So I'd say... My favorite character from the movie was probably Penguin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Penguin was probably legit the best Penguin I've ever seen in a Batman movie. They found this guy with all these, like, sick facial scars. I think I don't think that that was real. I don't know. It, it didn't look CGI-able. It's not CGI. It's makeup. Well, no, but, like, yeah, makeup-wise, like, it was, like, it was like deep indents in his no, face. No, I know. I'm just yeah, saying you that. Gotta, they do some crazy ass. I think it's makeup. I'm pretty sure it's makeup. I bet you. If I mean, how many times? Oh, now I'm interested. Because, well, like, it, it's, it's the most up. real I've ever Penguin hasn't been You're a just... showcase in too many Batman movies. Well, there was Danny DeVito. Yep. Um, and he was like the original Penguin, I think. Yeah, maybe, he's the only maybe, one I can maybe think Maybe he's of. the only one. Either way, like the Penguin character, like I could see them doing a movie with this guy mm. as, a, as a villain. Like he's he was that good. And he was like... I mean, they can't keep doing the Joker. They've they've done well, it so many times. Uh, the Joker might make a very small appearance at the end of the movie. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. It was like, I guess if you stay through the credits, then there's uh, some more stuff with the Joker. Oh, they're trying to pull some MCU stuff? I know. It's like we got up and I, we were leaving, and I was like, I wanted to just say, yo, it's not a Marvel movie. Yeah. But I guess there's some there's some shit at the end. So yeah, I which is you know So but they just released or not just, but I mean the Joaquin Phoenix Joker just came out. Well, that's been a like four or five years, isn't no it? No way. No, like two. You sure? Yeah. yeah. I know things go by quick now, but Okay. That I was mean, like, I, that was like a really good movie. That was a that was sick. That like was a mentally twisted. messed up. So would you that was did a you find up movie. it? Was, he didn't have any face scars. Okay. So you were wrong. I didn't he didn't even look like the same he, guy. You look at he wasn't even gonna say nothing. No. He's just gonna he's just, gonna gonna he's just like sitting there and he just slides his phone <clears throat> back in his pocket, he leans back and he's just like, oh, I'll just not say anything. <laughs> I mean, so that <clears throat> that was like what, the pre story in that movie. So I guess that opens the door to have a another feature joker villain batman movie. yeah but it's like the maybe not after that it was just a different style yeah and and from the little bit i saw of the joker's like profile in the movie it was like it didn't look like a good joke it like no. yeah it overdone it looked way overdone like it was like a like a monster out of like mm. like an old 80s movie or something the whole fucked up face yeah. and all that shit so it's just like i don't know heath ledger hands down the best joker sure. ever well, that, sure. that was the awesome part about the Heath Ledger Joker and the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. They're like, okay, that's a, that's still a person. He just has makeup on. So it was like, it made it seem more insane, more humanly insane. But like, the really comically messed up, like facially messed up and like all, I don't know, cartoony Jokers that I've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, the Jack Nicholson Joker, he had that weird fucking mm. face smile thing going mm-hmm. on all the time. Did Heath Ledger have the cuts, though? Mm-hmm. He did, like Joaquin. Phoenix yeah, but, but it was like it was like a little, but like this no. one. This one's no. This, Heath Ledger, no, he had the cuts. Um, he, had, he had the cuts, but this one was like. But they his, had him like scarred over. Yeah, there it was yeah. a scar. Yeah, this guy's face was like 
from oh, yeah. a little bit you could see through the it like when you get into the the overdone ones it's not scars it's like it's opened up yeah you know yep. what I mean? that's, that's kind of <laughs> what it looked like that's yeah but yeah and and then like hey what's what's your favorite batman kyle who is my favorite yeah, Batman? yeah christian bale well yeah gotta be favorite batman movie mm, don't have one because i'm not that into it but it would have been one of the bale ones so probably dark knight i would assume yeah that's what i said that's what we said too because we were like, there hasn't been a Batman blockbuster. And I was like, well, Dark Knight's the closest they got. That did well. Yeah, so I'm saying that's that was the blockbuster one. The yeah. rest of them were. Yeah. I mean, you look back at, <clears throat> it was the same three directors, but it was uh, three different Batmans. <clears throat> the one before that was like Batman Begins, Batman Returns, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like, those ones were so fucking bad. Who did the, who did the Dark Knight one? Who's the director on that? I have no who, idea. It was like, God, I want to say it was... Is a big name, but I'm because the Cooper Batman Begins. It was what Clooney. It was Michael Keaton, Keaton, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Um, when did Affleck show up? Affleck was one of them. Affleck was this was this is the way before Affleck. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure Bale. I don't even remember Clooney as a Batman. I'm pretty sure he was the one where fucking Schwarzenegger was the villain. Yep. The Ice Man. He was the Ice. Oh, Mr. Freeze or whatever. Jesus yeah. Like they had Christ. some stupid fucking villains in those ones too. They were just you, they were just <laughs> trying to throw star power. They were at Batman because who played who played uh, Poison Ivy, Pfeiffer, I think. Oh yeah, it was Michelle. Yeah, they were like hitting all the big stars. Oh, <laughs> I, I saw you had the God. same thought. The uh, they had Catwoman in this one again. Yeah, and it was a, it was the, it was just a Halle Berry look. Like it was such mm-hmm. a rip off. It was as close as you could get to Halle Berry without just being Halle Berry. Mm. That's what he, I was gonna say. Should say what you said. Yeah, it's like they just went out and then went. Okay, so we can't have Halle Berry, but we need to have someone that looks exactly like yeah. Halle Berry. So they, they just, just went it. through casting yeah. and found someone that looked. I mean, she was good, but it was like she was like full on Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. And Halle Berry was a hot Catwoman. Yeah. And this woman's, she's a hot Catwoman. Did the trick. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what did I start watching? On Netflix. Guardians of Justice? Huh? I don't know, dude. I don't know how this is a thing. It's it's a it's bad. And it's I only watched like four episodes. It's supposed to be this like eighties throwback. It's a Justice League? No, it's called the Guardians of Justice. The Guardians of Justice. And so it's these superheroes. Right. But it's like a dark, weird, twisted superhero thing. Oh. But they're all just like DC superheroes reflavored. So instead of like Batman, they have the Hawk, who's literally in all black with a black Hawk mask. And they have really instead of Superman, they have Mister I forgot Amazing or something. <laughs> Mister like Amazing, and he's literally just a green Superman with a yellow fucking <laughs> thing. But it's the same principle. He's literally everything Superman is. He's just green. Then they have like. Fucking, I don't even remember his name, but he's the same. He's fucking Aquaman. Just it's all renamed. just it's, all just total it's rip literally off. total ripoff, just renamed. <laughs> so and it's really weird. And it's, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be weird because it's really like comic booky, like with eighties graphicy type stuff. But it's, it's like Zap and Yeah, it's bad. Wow. You but you're into it, kind of. <laughs> or hey, if it's sometimes it's so bad, it's good. Yeah, and maybe maybe it's. 
maybe to a, someone who knows what they're looking at, they're like, oh, yes, it's fucking solid. But to me, I'm like. <laughs> so Netflix started doing this thing. It was, I don't know when it was, a few years ago, where when there was a blockbuster movie coming out on in the theaters, Netflix had a movie with a similar title, with a similar premise, but it was done for like $500,000. It's like a total piece of dog shit. And then you'd be like, no way, that movie's out on Netflix already? So then you go to turn it on, and it was so fucking bad. Like, the overdubbing and the lips yeah. and everything was so bad, and the acting was dog shit, and you could tell the sets were bullshit. And it was just like, what the fuck is this? And so they kind of pissed me off for a while, because it's like a great movie was coming out, and you'd think that it was all of a sudden on Netflix already, and then you get excited. I would get excited. Well, now they've started actually doing that, though. What? They've started like just releasing the newer films for Netflix. What was that one that just that just came out? It had like Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, um, Free like, Guy. No, it was like Red. Free Guy was funny. That was a great movie, but it came out first on Netflix. Didn't even come out in theaters. It was like I'm trying to think of the name of it, but it was really recent. It had like I know what you're it, talking about. It was about. one of the movies where it just had everybody in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they were supposed to go find like. They're breaking out of prison or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, a, th yeah. Th he's a thief. They're thieves, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. good. What else did Ryan Reynolds did? Just watch uh, The Adam Project. That was good. That was really good, man. I fucking bawled my eyes out at the oh, end. Oh, really? That's a solid fucking movie. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I've yet to watch it. I've heard people getting upset about the, the, it. But. The kid who plays him, like, as, as, like, mm -hmm. as a kid. So I guess... He he memorized the entire fucking movie of Deadpool. Okay. And and so he that was part of his audition. Cause it's like and he was fucking awesome yeah, as a good. as a younger Ryan Reynolds. It's like his mannerisms and yeah. like his asshole fucking tone and everything. He was it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like he was good. Really good. Yeah, it was like a super feely movie at the end. Yeah, at the end. It was yeah. and but the whole time I was laughing, it was a great one. Yeah. So that Guardians of Justice, I just like on IMDb, it's like a four, a four out of ten. Out of ten. <laughs> and on Rotten Tomatoes, it scores a sixty on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, so that's, that's always the most interesting. Rotten Tomatoes is supposed to be based on you, like fans. users, fans. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe it's maybe it's like one of those culty kind of things that people, yeah yeah like to watch when nobody else is around. I don't know, man. There's a um, well, like that fucking when that Chappelle special came out. Yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes started out at like 10%. Yep. But then it was like, that was not the fans. That was like... shot the, up. Yeah, that was like the the fucking... The, the reviewers. Yeah, the, the cancel culture. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. <laughs> what was that? Who who did we watch last night? Mm -hmm. uh, come on. Come oh, on. that was Tom Segura. That was, he's fucking hilarious. I don't think I've heard him. You ever heard Tom Segura? Maybe I have. And I he's just like... Picture him. He's one of those guys like uh, a little... A little Louis C.K., a little raw, you know, but his mannerisms and his facial mannerisms, he's got a lot of physical comedy that goes mm. with it. He, he does this uh, podcast, actually. Two Bears, um, One Cave. Yeah, with Burt Kreischer, the okay. guy that does The Machine. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty funny podcast. Have you heard The Machine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking, that's the best. That's the best. Um, yeah, Tom Segura Bog is fucking hilarious. It's so good. It's just you ever watch comedy specials? Mm, haven't for a long time. Some good ones. Some really good ones. They're like <clears> they've been pushing them out, right? So. Big time. Netflix has been really pushing out. HBO's pushing them out now. HBO too. used to have a bunch of them, right? Yeah, because they were. Did HBO own Comedy Central? 
At one, I think possibly, or at, at least they were in like affiliation. Yeah, because at one point in time, like you'd always see Comedy Central specials on HBO, mm. or or you'd watch a Comedy Central special and there'd be an HBO logo somewhere in it. Well, now now I mean a lot of the Comedy Central shows are on HBO. Yeah, like the Key and Peele and stuff like that. South Park really? specials. Yeah, I didn't know that. South Park, yeah. I thought just I just watch Key and Peele on YouTube. <laughs> that's like where everyone watches. Yeah, that's where everyone watches. It. I don't yeah. think I've ever watched an entire episode all the way through. It's always just I watch a video and then below it is a Key and Peele mm. two minutes. Get them like, oh, yeah. And then and then there's three seven, hours later two more <laughs> Key and Peels and it's yeah, like man. over. Yeah. Uh, at some point those subscriptions just add up too much. They do. Huh? It adds up really cool. all that streaming subscriptions. Oh. HBO. Oh, Go fuck. or Max, whatever it is. HBO Max. See, I'm lucky. I'm just I'm still 21, so I just kind of. I have like eight subscriptions. I pay for one of them. Yeah, I'm on. Well, I'm on my cousin's HBO or my sister's uh-huh. friends. Netflix is cracking down on this on the sharing. How? They're they're um like they're only they're limiting so many uh, devices per oh account. Channel. Yeah, but the dumb thing is is they're not even cracking down here first. Where all the fucking sharing is happening, they're cracking down in like South Africa. Oh really? Yeah, and like India and shit. No, here is where it's like. I know. So many people. I mean, the thing is, is, they at least do it where you're only allowed to have a certain amount of accounts accounts per account. On Disney Plus, like I, I have a. Like I have files? Yeah. I've, I've, I have uh, the Zolper's Cousins Disney Plus. That's Disney Plus. I guess. <laughs> and they have Don't 12 names, accounts man. on there. Mm. It's 12 accounts. So they can't even track. They're listening. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, I already. This is, this is plugged into the. Yeah, he's got his Deep phone web. out on the desk. This is well, yeah, they're listening right through your phone. So I keep it in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that why you keep it in your pocket? It's all muffled in there. They yeah. can't. They can't. I don't think I have to worry about it. We share just as like families. Like we pay for Netflix, and then my mom and I think sister maybe have access to it. Mm-hmm. But we, you know what I mean. When you can stream on two or th- four screens at a time, right? We've like, got just everyone knows. Like we get one profile to stream on same with disney like my mom has the disney but everyone in our family has on the same account mm-hmm. there's only four of us right so it's like everyone just gets their own profile don't stream on two devices at once there was a stick i don't know what tv show it was but it was like uh um this guy was like hey man i'll trade you my netflix for your disney plus You're like all right cool so then he'll go to the next person he's like Hey man, I'll trade you my Disney Plus for your Hulu, and then he'll go to the next guy. So he's got everybody else's shit, mm. you know, and then he's just getting it all for free. Yeah, it's just like you know, a lot of people do that. When it's, it's hard, it's hard to tell who's on your stuff. I had a buddy, and he uses his ex girlfriend's Netflix, and I was like, "How long have you guys been separated for?" It's like four months. <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah. Well, hey, I feel no, like there's no way to tell. That's why I don't fucking unless it's family. Nah. Nah. There's a way to sign out of all devices. Just like sign out. Yeah. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Maybe I'd be interested to do that. That'd be like on any given account. How many, how many, how many households <laughs> would fall? Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you go sign on all, like, you just start getting blown up in all yeah. your group chats. It's like, yo, what happened? <laughs> like some, someone you don't even know is like, <laughs> it's like, anybody else's Netflix just cut out? <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like, how the fuck did you get my Netflix? Yeah. But we've got. How many services have you got? Like even shared ones. Uh, two. That's it. Well, the Disney one, 
we did the bigger one, so we get Hulu and ESPN. Okay. So we got Hulu, Peacock, Paramount, HBO, Disney, Apple, Amazon, and Netflix. It's like 150 bucks a month. No, we don't pay for them all. We pay for Amazon. I I guess we have Amazon as well. Well, my mom has Amazon that I just logged into. Yeah. We pay for Amazon. We pay for Paramount. Peacock's free. Peacock's free if you have the right internet. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Amazon, Paramount, and Hulu, I think, are the ones we pay for. So we pay for three. But, like, there's so many fucking services. Yeah. So and many. And the prices keep going up on that shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, Amazon went up. Netflix is going to go up. April. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've been just everything is. They yeah. just everything's going up. Netflix has been like, yeah. It seems like every one to two years, Netflix goes up like a buck. I mean, you kind of they kind of have to with it's as everything does. But that's with that's the one that like everybody has. Netflix, yeah. Some people have HBO. Well, Some but they were like the OG it. though. They were the ones you fucking get your Netflix disc discs in the mail. Yeah, you know, Not for it's a while. like it's like they they replaced Blockbuster essentially, much. right? Yeah. Did you ever did you ever do Netflix with the DVDs? I had someone else who did, and I borrowed them. Yeah, <laughs> it was a friend even of mine. back in the day. Yes, yeah, friend of mine would get All right, there. Guys, I got this for seven more days. Pass it around. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we used to do the DVD thing. Yep, it was Redbox. Well, I always did Redbox. Yeah, I never did Redbox. Yeah, Redbox was like my thing for sure. Like, we did. Yeah, but with Netflix, when you did the DVDs, they used to had more selection. Obviously. Oh yeah, there was a, but you had to wait. The way from the two days, I know, but like so, and you, you but there's, I guess you had the plan. I shouldn't say you had had the plan plan. out, and then you had to determine what uh plan you were on because you could be on a plan where you could have two DVDs out at a time. So essentially, once one got back, they would ship the next in line. Mm -hmm. So that one was shipping, you could be watching the one that you already have and just kind of do this rotate, or you could be the cheap plan where you could only have one DVD, so you'd have to actually ship it back and then they'd ship the new one. We do you remember having to wait for shit? Like, we had to wait. Like, yeah, and I don't ever remember it being a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. It was, like, kind of exciting. It's like, what are you guys doing this weekend? Oh, you know, that fucking Netflix is going to show up on Friday. Yeah. Like we, Or you shows up on Thursday, and you're, like, holding it. Set it up. You yeah. just don't You don't watch it. <laughs> don't scratch it. Don't yeah. scratch it. Well, yeah, yeah it's, just like, it's like, this is Friday night. Or this is Saturday night. Or we're not watching this till Sunday. It, but And it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I used to sit down at, like, 9 p.m. on a Thursday. You're like, all right, what's it going to be? You got, well, yeah, you just got and Tuesday and Wednesday and everything. Friday. And well, Monday. same with fuck. I look at like video games. Like if you want a video game now, you just fucking download it. When we I used to, we used to wait till the weekend, go rent. Yep, the game, game we wanted to play for the weekend. But I'm sitting here thinking, if they still had it, you had if to reserve they, it. If they still had it, yeah. I always had to reserve it. Well, call it in this one called, it. When I was a kid, they had GameFly, which was like Netflix but with video games. You got to keep one, and then when you were done with that one. You'd send it back and you'd exchange. Oh, no, it. see, us it would be like the video store would have a game section. Yep. For like your Super Nintendo or your PlayStation. Yep, your PlayStation or your N sixty four. Yep. Just I think after it. PlayStation, they kind of started going more digital, wasn't it? With the PlayStation two, did PlayStation two go digital? No, PlayStation two it wasn't was, until three. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, I was gonna say because I had a two and it was still DVD or yeah. CD. Yeah, I didn't. I think a PS two was the first console I ever had. Yeah, had to have been. PS2. Battlefront 2. Because that would have been a reg- an original Xbox for the longest time. Those were still DVDs. Mm-hmm. And then was a 360 the next? Yeah. Yeah. And Xbox. I think then you could start downloading shit. It didn't really get popular until these most recent The 360s so. yeah. didn't have much. They didn't have much memory on them, though. No. 
No, it was just like. No, I remember, like, but you could plug in a hard drive. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you had the bonus storage. You could yeah, plug. like yeah. the external hard drive, you could plug that fucker in. And it was like that. That was the day's power glove. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got the hard drive. No way. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was like when I had that N sixty four. They had the fucking memory card packs you'd put in the in the controller. The controller. Yep. So everything changed, man. Like, oh, or you'd be the real cool guy, and you'd have the rumble pack. Yep. You got the rumble pack. Oh yeah, when the fucking your controller would shake. What yeah, the fuck was that? Yeah, it was like that was legit back then. That was just like these kids add take two everything pounds for to granted. the front of your controller, but it would rumble. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting in class, you can't hold your pencil anymore. <laughs> You're like, oh, what happened to him? He's got the rumble pack. No way. I'll hold your pencil for you if you let me play your game. Because <laughs> there used to be like there was only like one kid or two kids that had the fucking new game. Now everybody's got a new game. It's no problem. You yeah. can have whatever new game you want. I know, but it's like, it's like all of a sudden our like our uh, our society changed, whereas like everybody had to have everything. It's like there like parents were just like giving in the fucking everything. It was just like used to be like that that, that one kid had the had the had the Sega Genesis mm-hmm. and he had Sonic on it and it's like no way and you go over to his fucking house and be ten kids sitting behind him watching him play Sonic it's like oh my god it's so fucking cool can I play no <laughs> and he's playing now everybody's got it it's not cool anymore what do you mean it's not cool anymore well I mean since everybody has it it makes it way less cool I feel like it's less of an experience mm-hmm. now I used to well go yeah because you're not hanging out with no, your friends I, I yeah. think with the well yeah that but I think there's a lot of stuff that you can now get for free too. Oh yeah, like creators put stuff out for free and just add with ads or whatever. So it's just like what any mobile game that they play, like on your phone, on your phone. But even even I'm like pre phone, I'm like, I'm like, but I'm talking, you know, even nowadays with an Xbox, there's so many free games that well, you can play. I've I was telling them I got the Game Pass and it's like seventy thousand games. Yeah, I can download for free at any time. I pay like twelve bucks a month. But you guys are talking games. I'm talking systems. Oh. I'm talking like yeah. people having a system at their house. Like when when a Nintendo came out. Yep. When I was in high school, not even high school, I was in middle school. When Nintendo came out, there was like two people in our whole fucking town that had a Nintendo. Yeah, man. So our neighborhood was the same way. But like everyone had a system in my neighborhood, but it was a different system. So there's a, a collective of like four guys. No, five guys. One had the Super Nintendo. One had the N64. The other one had the Sega, mm-hmm. one had a PlayStation, and Game one Cube. had a GameCube. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Um, and I could never get good at any of the systems except for the one I could actually play all the time. Well, yeah, it's because you fucking... 10, Go over and hours. try and play fucking Smash Bros. on a GameCube. I'm like, <laughs> I suck at this game, son of a bitch. <laughs> just button mashing. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's why I still do that. I button mash still and I whip people's ass. Well, no, especially in fighting games. It's the funniest. I have... Philip really likes like the Mortal Kombat's, mm-hmm. and he puts a lot of effort into like all the right combos. And I go over and I play against him. I just hit as many buttons as yep. I can at once and just rail him. Well, no that's problem. good. I tried to do that and I just suck. What was the big PlayStation Fighter game that I sucked? Street at? Fighter. No Tekken. Oh Tekken, yeah Tek- Tekken Two. I just remember Tekken Two. Tekken Two was badass. The guy with the fucking red jumpsuit. Yeah, that was my guy. The blonde hair, red jumpsuit. I always pick, like, the regular-looking dudes. Like, when I play oh, really? those fighting games, I don't ever pick, like, the monster-fucking-looking dudes. I always, like, I want the You're regular the people. the good guy? Well, well that cool, <laughs> good guy. Well, just, I guess it's a good guy. Just, like, I just want to be the regular guy because it's, like, then you're, like, a human 
beating the fuck out of monsters and, and like yeah, until fucking laser beams come out of your hands like, wow how did I do that what was the combo <laughs> that is pretty funny that's the best part of playing those fucking games all of a sudden you do a triple backflip and you shoot them with some laser beam and they're like how the fuck did you do that and you're like haha I have no fucking idea yeah exactly Let's see if I can do it again can't yeah but that's the thing you when you mash when I mash on the fucking control I'm never paying attention to the buttons I'm hitting yeah I'm not hitting a sequence I'm just Fucking pounding them. Yep. It feels like, it feels like XXY is a throw, and I'm like, well, if I go, like, eventually it'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's this. okay, because I'm like, XXY. I'm like, nothing happens. He goes, you're doing it too slow. I'm like, XXY. <laughs> and you're just How fast can you do it? Getting pummeled the whole fucking time. Stop hitting me. I'm trying to figure this out. And they're like, yeah, try Hit it again. Hit it again. Yeah. No, it's like Smash Brothers. That was fun. That was like... One of the like funnest fighting games that you could play, and I don't, I don't even know what the like it was because it's multiplayer. Simplistic. It was perfectly simplistic. Yeah, because yeah, you could have four people at once. Yeah, there was no crazy combos. No, you had you had your attacks you could do. Yep, there was no like it was like a two button game. Yeah, yeah, that was the jump. Beauty, that was the beauty jump of it. and attack. Yeah, or you could do like, or you could jump and then attack down. Yeah, or then yeah. attack up. But or you could hold the attack button and it does something cool. Yeah, there was like, each each character had their one. Yeah, cool Kirby. Thing. Will, like Kirby will suck you in if you hold the button down. Yeah, exactly. Or Ike goes stabs the ground. That was cool. Oh yeah, that's right. I was always Ike. Of course you were. Yeah, that's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, man, those those old like it's not even that old, but those that old was, now. that's a good game. Hey, I've got a drink named after me. Oh yeah, I do down at Driftless Glen. I have one. That's pretty good. Really? Yeah, legit. Like after you? After me. Yeah. After like specifically? Me. Like specifically like after Ike. me. Yeah, just after me. What is it? It's a um it's their uh Bell's Porter with a shot of uh their um Driftless Glen Port finished bourbon. Hmm. It's fucking good. It's, it's good, bro. It's pretty good. It's legit. And how it, did that was, get named after you? So What's um, the story? Let's Ste- shift gears here. <laughs> That's the first thing I asked him. Stephanie and I were down uh, down there one day, and um, we're sitting at the bar, and Scotty, the guy that I kept on trying to get in to come yeah. into the podcast, uh, he's the, the manager down there, and we're sitting there, and he's like, oh, he says, you guys got to try this new porter. And then we're sitting there, and it's like, all right. So he, he hands us a little glass of the porter, like a little tumbler. And, when, and I sipped it, and I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. I'm like, you know it's better. He's like, what? And I go, you put a shot of bourbon in dark beer, it's so fucking good. It just, like, levels everything out. And he's just like, oh, let's fucking try it. So he grabs another one, throws a shot in there. Made it a little bit hot the first time. So we worked out the kinks. And so then the next time I was down there, I was having dinner with Stephanie, and we were talking to some friends of ours. And uh, he shows up with this fucking drink. And he's like, he's like, remember? And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. And he just handed them to us. And I'm like, okay. This is this is pretty good. So he's sitting there drinking one with us. It happened a couple times, and then last night, and our two couple nights ago, three nights ago, two nights, two nights ago, we're sitting there drinking or having the old fashioned, eating our dinner. It's good, Bailey, and Stefan, and I. And then Scott comes up with four of them, and he comes in, and he always sits down with yeah. us, and he sets us. He goes, he goes, can't let you guys get out of here without drinking an Ike. Nice. <laughs> all, of a, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, this is officially an Ike. He says, people drink these now. Like what? <laughs> so legit. Yeah, I got a drink named after me now. You go to Driftless a lot more than I thought you did. It was Fuck. pretty serious. I mean, we went in and then and then like we uh, we finished and they were like they were like yes, one dessert and we were talking to each other. We're like, oh, we're good. They come over like, okay, so here's our what was what was the first? Oh, the thing? bread pudding. He's like, here's our bread pudding. He wanted you to have it. 
I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, we'll eat it just because like, we don't need it. And like, all right, here's the brownie. He wanted you to have this too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. And I was like, what have you been doing since I left? <laughs> so I, I haven't been down there in a while, but. I want to fly a while. That's I was going to say, Jesus. So I, was, I, was there, I was there one night last week. I had a drink after the gym just because I was feeling like having a drink. Um, but before that, it would probably been at least a month or two. But Stephanie and I, in the, in the summer, they have Whiskey Wednesday down yeah. there. And then they have Old Fashioned Friday. And it's like $6 Old Fashions. Yeah. It's like, and they're fucking really good old fashions for six bucks. Now you can go get 250 Old Fashions at the Thunderbird Lanes. That's, <laughs> a, different, that. that's a different old fashioned. Um and so in the summer, we like to sit down there on the deck and look at the river and have a drink. And I saw someone make an old-fashioned with a bourbon, and it was not done in the way I thought it was going to be done. It was just, uh, it was very simplistic. Oh, yeah. It's a really simple drink. Like, but there was, there was, so he had the bourbon, and he had the bitters. Yep. And then he had, like, the sugar. Yep. And, like, that was it. No orange? Orange peel, yeah. He had an orange peel. Did he muddle it? No, he just rimmed it and stuck the whole orange peel in. Oh, you got to muddle it. Yeah, you got to muddle that shit. But there wasn't, I I guess I was, you know, I don't know. Thought there was more in it? Yeah. Like, isn't there like some kind of soda-ish seltzer or something? A sweet is is made with 7-Up. A sour is made with squirt. Yeah. A press is made with seltzer. Yeah, so, but there's none of that. Oh, so, like... So it was. There's some old fashions where they don't they don't put anything. In, sometimes they just put a splash of water in it. Okay, yeah. So I just when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's yeah, a less volume than I was expecting because there's no real mixer. So it was just a bourbon with like sugar and bitters and an orange peel. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. So they'll sometimes they use simple syrup. Sometimes they use bitters. Um. So let's see here. See, see, that's the thing. So I would, I made it like this one time. It looked like that. It was like not very yeah. much in there. Yeah. So traditionally, I've made it like this. But people from Wisconsin, are like, what the fuck? Where'd yeah. So that's yeah. That's that's why when I saw it, I was like, because I'm pretty sure Wisconsin is known for old fashions. So what's a for, real a, Wisconsin? A brandy old fashioned. They're like so the Wisconsin's known for brandy old fashions. They use Seven Up. Okay. Okay. So, but the ingredients of us of like a OG old fashioned. Like, if you go to a really nice whiskey cocktail bar, it's half teaspoon sugar, three dashes Angostura bitters, one teaspoon of water, two ounces bourbon, and then an orange peel. Okay, so the way the guy yeah. made it, basically. Yeah, that's a that's a legit, like, so when you craft go to, cocktail old-fashioned. So when you go to Driftless, what's their old-fashioned? Their old-fashioned is you get a sweet sour press, okay. like a standard Wisconsin style, so it's more liquid. Yeah. This is more like a, like a Manhattan, too. You know, the Manhattan's basically... Rye whiskey, right. uh, and bitters, one. and vermouth. Yeah, but it's pure alcohol. There's no, there's no fillers in the Manhattan at yeah. all. Everything in there is. That's why. Go to go to Driftless. Get a get a Manhattan. You're only gonna do one or two of those babies. Oh, we had that one in your place. It yeah. was good. Yeah, you, I had never had one before. This is, it's a it's a legit it's a really good drink. And we didn't have a rye whiskey. That was probably another thing. No, we didn't have a rye. I mean, um, and I don't like. I don't make a great Manhattan. Like, if you want, like, a great Manhattan, like, you go down to, go down to some cocktail bar yeah. and have them make you a Manhattan. They're going to make it better than I will. Um, like, uh, is it, is they it, shake it. Is it everything. usually made with rye? Uh, yeah. Traditional Manhattan's made with rye, I believe. Made with a rye. Well, now I'm going to look it up. Don't you know up. this shit? Aren't you going to school for, like, mixology? <laughs> 
cookology. Oh, cookology? I, uh, I'm a line cook. All right. It's a place called the Barking Frog. The Barking Frog? Yeah. So what do you, what, uh, what's the specialty there? Um, it's like new American. Okay. I mean, and I do our breakfast service and our lunch service. So, I mean, for our breakfast, it's pretty basic stuff, just like your regular egg breakfast. Yeah. And then we do like French toast and pancakes and eggs Benedict and stuff like that. But then our lunch, we do like, we do a lot of salads. We do our steak salads, our seafood salads. So this sounds pino. like a pretty nice place. It's, it's pretty swanky. Tell them tell how the, much avocado toast costs. 1950 what <laughs> it's a fucking expensive ass place it's it's a pretty nice it's like the type it's the type of place where it's like i wouldn't go out and eat there yeah but i'm glad i worked there right because I, I mean it's 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 great for cooking. Well, you're making really nice food so exactly you're learning that shit well when we went to driftless the food came out and they was like whoa this is like pretty legit i'm like yeah this is one of the nicest places in town yeah yeah they had, I, they had I, some I, great stuff there yeah that's awesome. well, yeah i mean like you go there a lot because I'm thinking to myself, "Fuck, I can." <laughs> that's a that's a nice place to go for it's, sure. It is, but so generally when I go, I don't eat dinner. Like I'll usually go and have a whiskey and a nap. Yeah, you know, like we'll we'll like Stephanie and I'll split a we'll split an app or each have an app and then the, and then an old fashioned on on whiskey Wednesday or whatever. That's the way to do it. Like yeah, you're not going broke doing that. No. So, sense. Manhattan, two ounces rye whiskey, one ounce sweet vermouth, two dashes Angostura bitters, one dash orange bitters, and a garnish with a brandy cherry or a lemon twist. You had cherries. I did have the brandy cherries. They're, those are really good Luxardo cherries. So, funny. Bailey and I and Stephanie were talking last night, and we were talking about um, you, he had gone to these wine bars in the area. Wineries. Wineries, where he got some flights of wines. And he went to a place called a meadery where they make mead. Mm. Like like old honey. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought he said meadery. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, sweet. I want to go there. What's a meadery? <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like like the legit place. That's where I want to eat every single day. Every kind of meat. Bro, there's the new fuck. Right? <laughs> that's the new business. That's the new yeah, that's the million dollar idea. Downtown. The meadery. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Every kind of steak. Chicken, pork, you name it. It's just yeah, fucking man, meat. That's why I was, I was telling I'm you. thinking flights of meat. That's well, a fucking genius idea. Okay, I got you guys. So it's called a Brazilian steakhouse. You ever heard of it? No. Okay. So heard of Brazilian wax. Yeah. Pretty much wax. the same. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, you can. So, <laughs> <laughs> we Jesus don't want to imagine Christ. it. We don't, we don't want to imagine it. Just <laughs> think of the viewers. This is all just imagination. They got to go off of here. That's um, the beauty of these things. It's like a book, man. <laughs> Enables creativity. <laughs> Use your imagination. imagination. Um, so Kyle, Kyle getting a Brazilian. That's the name of the episode right there. No, it's um, not. It's Captain fucking whatever it is. I got to listen back. Captain, yeah, Captain Mr. Amazing. Mr. Special. And Mr. Captain, Special. Whatever it is. Yeah, um, that's what it is. So Brazilian Steakhouse, you go in and you pay like an entrance fee. It's like a buffet. But it's like a very, very expensive buffet. And basically you, there's like a salad bar in the middle. Never go for the salad bar. Leave that out of your yeah. view. You sit down. You have a little card. One side's green. One side's red. If you leave it on green, they just come around with these giant cuts of meat or, like, a skewer of, like, 20 steaks. If your car's green, they just bring over, put one on your plate. Whatever they're cooking. And they bring, like, every 15 minutes to come with a new thing, like a giant thing of steak, and they'll just slice you off. So they'll mm. just put it on your plate. And as long as it's green, they keep bringing it. So until you're full, you got to flip that bad boy over. Yeah, and then you can take breaks. You can flip it on red, take a little breather, 
eat like two pieces of kale or something and then flip it back on green and they'll just keep bringing it and keep bringing it and it is it's the some of the best meat i've had in my entire life and if legit if you can eat a lot it's worth it but it's it's pretty pricey that sounds awesome but i still like the idea of a flight like here's a fucking wood board with five different meats on it you ever heard of a charcuterie pretty crazy yeah we talked about this last yeah but week. that's different we're talking like fresh seared i'm talking filet yeah. mignon <laughs> new york strip exactly ribeye here's and then a you get here's a, a nice fucking even a chicken i don't fucking yeah care. yeah like yeah you get it and then you can do a chicken flight you can do yep. a beef flight you can do a pork flight you can do a combo or like some like a fucking pork like would be like that thick cut newski's bacon yeah a nice tenderloin and then a heavy-handed pork chop yep and or you, or you could do a one of everything, and you can get like, yep. here's a nice fucking fish, like nice grilled salmon. Then you got Ooh, a little chicken. Yeah. And then you got a little fucking pork and a little, yeah. little beef. Yeah, and I want the guy. Guy comes out. He's like, "All right, this is a." And then something exotic, fucking giraffe, emu, <laughs> 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 fucking emu. Yeah, we'll we'll just stick with lamb. Yeah, you could do an exotic flight though. That'd be pretty fucking cool. You do nah, like man, alligator. You could, you could do. Uh, nah. No, you gotta know how to cook that shit, and then you're gonna get into the weird territory of. Then how much meat have you got sitting in the yeah, back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, you're Stick right. Stick with the traditionals. Yeah. but lamb is not untraditional. No, I've never had lamb. No, oh, I have lamb's fucking good. Yeah, like on a euro, huh? You ever had a euro before? Well, of course, like a euro is traditionally lamb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like lamb chops. Oh yeah, tasty. Yeah, you had you ever had duck? Uh, maybe. I don't. Maybe, but for the sake of this argument, let's say no. Duck's good. I've never had duck before. I would, and I was at a old, like an old supper club style place up by Door County. Like there was only like ten tables in there, and we went in eight, and, and they had duck on the menu. I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna try some duck. Fuck mm. a duck. You ever had turtle? I have had turtle. Yeah. One turtle turtle soup. Yep. Yep. You know, I had fresh turtle stew once. Yeah, so did I. You, were, I think you were there. No, we were. It was the same, 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 same turtle. fucking turtle. It was the same. You actually, turtle. run a fucking turtle over and like cook <laughs> was, the bad boy up. It was real. It was real close. Was, well, okay. So the best thing is, I didn't remember something now. The hoppies were up there for that. No, they were not. They were. Dante brought it up to me. Blew my mind. He was like, I was forever traumatized by that. Oh, you know Dante? Of course I know Dante. I didn't know that. He's. I coached. We grew up together. Yeah, he's he's Cole's little brother. Cole's like my best friend growing up. Okay, I coached Dante. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. For what? Hockey. hockey. Oh, good. Guess I didn't like the hockey. <laughs> yeah, well, then, have you? how much do you know about the Kraken? That Kraken? Yeah. Uh, just that their logo looks like Trogdor. I can tell you about something about Phil McCracken. <laughs> oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. I know they're a new team. I mean. they Well, they sucked was the thing. They're, yeah. They're really bad. And I was like, that's so interesting because the last franchise team was uh, the L.A. one. Or whatever, and they, uh, I forget what the name of it. Do you guys remember the, you don't do hockey probably. I do not do hockey. But the most recent team was this uh, LA something. And they Kings? Went, yeah, they went straight to the championship, won their first year. And it's because they didn't have any rules or regulations for who you could. So they just went and they just took the best player off of every team. And then just, oh. they just poached everybody. I'm really sorry to inform you this, bro, but the Kings have been a long, around for a long time. And it's not the, it's not the Kings then, it was... This the most recent franchisee team that was added to that NHL. That would be the Kraken. Well, before that, Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. Okay, the Knights. Yeah. Yeah, they went straight and they won yes. their first year. And then that's now, a, the, now the rules you get like five that, people you that's can a, tag. That's a different fucking state. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, you don't fucking mess with Kyle in his hockey. He's fucking throwing down right there. <laughs> no, well, so uh, growing up, I loved Colorado Avalanche, and they just they became a they're a similar story, but they they got moved from Quebec to Colorado. But their first two years, they won the cup two years in a row. Well, yeah, because there didn't used to be regulations. You used to be able to take. Yeah, man, you could you could figure it out. No, and with no cap room, is that what the deal was? Yeah, you didn't no, yeah. like, salary you could take cap. anybody from anywhere. Now it's like you get a pick. Five-year players that you want to. Keep. I was gonna say, yeah, with with new franchise, you know, the NHL is kind of expanding, and with new franchises, it's like, what do you do when you add a team and right, there's where already do you your players, and there's already the stars are like, do you have to find a whole new team? Do you just base it off a of free agency? Do you well, get a, you I know, think I don't probably know. with the NFL, you would get your draft, you would get your stars, and then you're gonna fucking fill it in with a bunch of people that yeah, free getting, agents, yeah, free agents off of other teams that are, you know, that's how you got to do it, and then fill out the cap, you yeah. know, and then it's like if you got enough money, you you get the most expensive free agents that so fucking start your team. So I think be the same. Well, yeah. no, they can, but that's how they that's how they do it in a lot of sports is people get to pick their players that they can keep. But for hockey, they didn't do that. Well, they, that's a franchise tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Like with the Packers, they dropped a franchise tag on Adams, but then they traded him. Well, he said he didn't want to play under a tag. Oh, yeah, is that what it was? They, they apparently the Packers offered him. They were like, "Whatever, Vegas will pay you. We'll pay you just as much." He's like, "I'm, I'm done playing for the Packers." Huh? Fucking so dumb. Fucking. I don't know the drama parts of it. Well, they, the, I mean, they kept Rodgers, and I thought Rodgers wanted to stay because of MVS and fucking Adams, and then they traded fucking MVS, and they traded Adams. Maybe that was a giant fuck you to Rodgers after he took well, 200 mil off of him after he said that it's not about the money. Well, that's the thing is I heard that Rodgers knew Adams was leaving before he took oh, his new deal. really? Hmm. And then Rodgers was trying to defend himself on social media, and he's saying he's only getting paid this much of the salary cap for his first year because they're doing it all off of bonuses so they can still sign new people. I'm like, but the rest of the money still has to come to you at some point. His first two years, he's getting paid $100 million guaranteed Jesus. money. Yeah, and apparently it's all going to have to be next year because they, they did some sort of wraparound so they don't have to pay much of it to him this year so they can keep signing people. Mm. Yeah, well, they better fucking figure it out because he's, he's not going to have anybody to fucking throw to. He Nobody. hasn't had it. That's been <laughs> that's bullshit. Adams has been like legit. Like Adams the best. Been. He's been the, he was number one in touchdowns, number one in receptions, and number one in receiving yards since 2018. They just can't figure it out, man. They when they had the offense clicking, they had the, the studs, right? I think they had at the same time Cobb, Adams, Nelson, and Driver and, and Jennings. I mean, how do you go from that receiver core with Rodgers? Because your defense is just trash, you'll fucking rama. Yeah. Their defense was even good at that point, was a the thing. They had Clay Matthews, AJ Hawk, Sam Shields. Okay, Hawk was aging. Matthews, I love the guy, but after like what, two or three years, he did not perform. No, Matthews was more of like he was like a, a face. That's true, but I mean <laughs> yeah. for the, for he the, sold a lot of he, posters. <laughs> he's the fucking uh he looked who's like, the long haired fucking model? Fabio. Fabio. He's the Fabio. Yeah, he was like yeah, that's who Adam or Matthews was. But now they have like it would now it's like it was like Adams and then like Janice or some they just would have a new free agent. Lazard. Lazard. Lazard and MBS. MBS. It's all team it's all the guys that like they can catch balls from Rogers, but if he wasn't throwing them to him. So you know they what, probably wouldn't be. You know where they truly fucked up is when they dropped Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Well, he was an all star, you kidding me? When they dropped him, I think is like I think it was almost a signal to the whole fucking team. Yeah. 
it was just like it was like we're fucking morons. <laughs> That's that was the signal I got anyway. Was like you got this guy that's he's still fucking crushing it, still super fast. If you had Nelson and Adams on the same fucking, exactly. oh my god, you know. And it, Nelson wasn't gonna take. He wasn't like asking for shit loads of money. He just wanted to play for the Nelson Packers. Just seems like a yeah, a down to earth fucking. He was a awesome fucking guy. dude. He was yeah. a dude. He wanted to play for the Packers. He wanted to catch touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers and win a fucking Super Bowl. That's all he wanted. Now it's just and they like, can't fucking do it. Nope, they couldn't fucking do it. So I don't know if Rodgers is like you look at statistics and Rodgers is a great quarterback, but I don't know if he just doesn't have it because he can't fucking win a championship. They can't get beyond two rounds in a playoff. It's playoffs. His playoff numbers are atrocious. But everyone seems to suck in the Packers fucking organization come playoffs. Yeah, yeah. it's like how many times have they gone fucking and then 12 and the four yep. and then lost in round one or two of the playoffs. Yeah, I know. They, they can't. They can. And I mean, is the NFC North just shit all around because they keep winning the NFC North? Oh, my God. It's so bad. That's why he wanted to well, stay. The NFC North is pretty bad. Well, it's like you have the Vikings, yeah, the Lions, and, uh, Bears. and the Bears. Is If that's your only competition, <laughs> you get into the playoffs every year if you if you win yeah. more that's than 50% true. of your games. <laughs> Fucking Trubisky. <laughs> Justin you kn- Fields. You, you know you're not going to lose to them. Smith just went to what, the Vikings? To Darius? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A, man. See? We the had Vikings a decent defense last year, so now let's get rid of all the fucking defense so we have a shit defense. Yeah, we lose we lose one of our top ends. We lose fucking Adams, and we got Rodgers. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. All right, well. I think it's going to be a rough fucking, I think it's going to be a rough roll this year. Well, it, it would yeah, have been more rough if we had lost Rodgers, I think. Mm. I think record-wise, yeah, but at the end of the day, I think you're going to have... What's going to happen with Rodgers is he'll stick it out, whatever, the two years guaranteed. He'll retire, and he's going to retire as a great statistical quarterback who couldn't fucking win a championship. Yep. And I I don't don't know if that's on him or the organization. I I think think he has too much ego to retire at that point. He's too much of a diva. I don't think he will. No, I don't. No. I see him as somebody who's going to take his star powers as long because he's still at the top, and he's going to try to do jeopardy or some shit with yeah. him he's gonna try to roll into that or he's gonna do a podcast with pat mcafee or yep. whatever the fuck he'll he's fucking be halfway there he'll yeah. be an analysis for some yeah he's gonna take his star power and run with it yep. he's yeah. not gonna be i think he's 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 all about the money in when my the, opinion and he's still young yeah he is what is he 36 37 so, yeah he's not that old can't believe brady's i can't believe brady's back but see i got respect for <laughs> your dad and i have talked about this i'm not a brady fan I'm, I wasn't a Brady fan, yeah. but the more this guy fucking, the longer he plays, the more I hear him talk, I'm like, fuck, this guy's legit. I, yeah. I, I found out I just didn't like him because I didn't like the Patriots. That's true, and I, I didn't like the dominance of the Patriots. It was cra- It was like it was like uh, Alabama football, and like for college. Yeah, it just, was like, it wasn't even close. If you're so not a long. fan, it's they're really easy to hate, right? Yeah. And so, but since the Bucs, man, and then he won it, and now he lost it, and he goes, yeah, I'm done. He goes, no, I'm not done. Like yeah. fuck, this guy's gonna win next year. Yeah, he's I, just got the attitude. He's a winner. He is. He is, and that, I don't know if it's a. I don't think it's a cocky win. I don't think so either. I think the, that's what I didn't like about him. Yeah. The more I hear interviews with him and stuff, I'm like, this isn't a bad guy. No, he's not. He just he's he's like he wins a lot. So much. He's just a fucking dude. He's handsome. His wife's a supermodel, but he's not brash about it. And yeah. it's just like, fuck, I don't like this guy. He's like too. Too perfect. Too perfect. You yeah. you want him to be an asshole. Yeah, you want him to be like a douchebag. 
Because then it's easier to hate him, but he's not. And yeah. so then, so then it's like then you hate him a little bit more, and then he wins with the Bucks, and it's like you can't, you can't deny that he's the greatest. Yeah, you can't. His his fucking his his like lineage was like Super Bowl playoff loss, Super Bowl playoff loss, Super Bowl playoff loss, Super Bowl playoff loss, Super Bowl. It's like what the fuck. Well, and then I and then I watched this. They did like a little mini mini doc on him for his, and it was like the six quarterbacks that got drafted. This is the seven. It's called the Brady Seven. You guys should watch. It's amazing. It's the seven quarterbacks got drafted pre Tom Brady, mm. and it's about Tom Brady's like his journey to actually getting to be a starting quarterback. Because you, know, you guys know he went like two hundredth in the draft or whatever, okay. and one hundred fifty fifth. No, it was he was last. Look it up. I'm gonna look. He, it up. he didn't go first. That's the point. Yeah, and so and it's like and it's the story of all these quarterbacks who got drafted before him just falling off one by one. Yeah, and how he barely got a starting spot on the oh. he barely got a college starting. Was that right? 199th. Yeah. He barely got a starting spot on the on his college team. And he barely got a starting spot on the he came in as like I mean, a, a fourth string on the Patriots. And there there's this quote. He looked at the GM and he said the GM was like, Hi, nice to meet you. And he's like, Hi, I'm Tom Brady. I'm the best decision you ever made. And that's the first thing he ever said to him, apparently. Really? And it was like so you used there's to be cockiness. You used to be cockiness. Like it's the, it's this it's a similar story to Rogers. The the difference is fucking Brady performs. What's well, the thing? When it counts. Yeah, when it counts. Like, not only does he win games, he wins championships. Yeah. Rodgers can throw fucking Hail Mary, and it's a great game and great things, but He's then young. you get to fucking first-round playoffs or a wild-card playoffs and at home, and then he can't throw a fucking touchdown to save his life, so they get two field goals all game. Well, is he, I mean, because he's got a little bit too much Favre in him, where it's just like he's fun to watch. A little Favre? A little Favre. Well, that was Brett Favre won one Super Bowl. Had a bunch of records mm. and retired. Well, he didn't retire in time, but yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, Brady, I mean, that's what I think Rogers is going to go down. It's kept one Super Bowl, a lot of records. See, but then is it because Favre was? I mean, he's a he was considered a slinger. Yeah, he's a gunslinger, big time. But well, at the same point, he was a good quarterback for the time, like around the league, in his prime. Well, yeah, but so is so is Rogers. Rogers three times. Yeah, so my my four times now, isn't it? Oh, three, three. Was it three? Three? This yeah, is okay. third, but. So is the problem the fucking organization, the Packers organization? Are they unable? Are they unable to take well, a, they don't great quarterbacks? Well, that's the and thing. fucking not set them up to succeed either with a shitty defense, a horrible fucking special teams, or no receiver core, or they, no running game. They go all in. I on think it's both. I think it's both. I think it's partially because the team, because like when they drop fucking Nelson, like you know they do weird fucking moves that don't make any sense. And on top of that, when it comes to the big game. He folds. Yeah, there's something about him that just like like that fucking end of that game. What what game was that when he when he tried to fucking throw it to Adams? He threw it at his feet when he could have ran it in. Oh yeah. There, I, what game was that? One of them. One of the championship games or whatever in the last three years. But it was like yeah, Adams was there, mm-hmm. but he was fucking had three guys on him and Rogers could have ran it in and he he like choked. He looked, ah, uh, and he threw it at the ground. Yeah. You but know? you put him in a midseason game against the. Yeah, when against the Lions and he's running around on a broken ankle, throwing sideways. Yeah, when the field. shit doesn't matter. Oh, he's a fucking superhero. Yeah, when it's not, when the pressure's not on. Yeah, yeah, that's where Brady comes in clutch. Yeah, the guy just doesn't falter. Yeah, yeah two minutes left, kind of worked the whole field. Thirty-seven seconds, and he looked. <laughs> he looks like he's in practice yeah. mode. He looked, well, maybe that. I mean, that's the mentality, dude. He's just calm. Practice calm, like you calm. play. Play yeah. like you practice. Yeah, we talked about this once and. This year's playoff games, though, were some of the best. Absolutely. Never in, in, in the history of my watching football 
that there was there so much excitement from the beginning to the end of the playoffs. Never. I bought the Game Pass this year. Did just, you? And it was the first year I've ever bought it, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Oh, my God. Like, well, this year was the best decision. Every fucking, every game was like a heart attack. Yeah, man. It was just like right See down that, the fucking line. So oh that's God. one of the things I love about hockey. When it's a close game, because three seconds is all you need. And so as long as it's a one-goal game, the fucking last five minutes is just chaos. Chaos. They pull the goalie. It just When gets, they pull the goalie, but it's just everyone's fucking, they know this is it. And it's just, it's nonstop, and it's that's the awesome hockey right there. And so football typically hasn't been that way of like back forth, back forth. But this year it was, and that especially was, that uh, the Bills Chiefs game. Yeah, dude. That the last two minutes of that scored like twenty five points or something like that. It was, it was awesome. insane. That was the fucking best. All the all the clutch field goals this year at the end of the playoffs. It was like every game was a walk off. Yeah, it's fucking just boom, 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 boom. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So. I'm going to talk about something controversial. Okay. I got to. It's just something I got to do. Switch gears. I'm so ready. To switch gears. So, <laughs> so I may need to take a piss break before we talk about this. Yeah, why don't we take a quick break but and we'll come back to controversy. Break. Controversy. Oh, hey, we're back. Holy All right, let's shit. get controversial. Oh, motherfucker. What, what? It's controversy. You ready for this shit? Because it's, it's going to get controversial. Especially for you. Oh, yeah. West yeah I got that, that second point of view. You're about ready to get canceled. <clears throat> gonna yeah, they're going to kick out you out of Seattle. <laughs> okay. We'll see. So, have you dudes seen the fucking college women's swimming yeah. photo of no. the championship? Yes. Bro. Like, it's like a six foot six dude. But not a dude because it's trans. Used to be a dude. Okay, yeah. On, on the first place, and then the second place was this was a a woman, and she's got her second place trophy, and she's kind of doing this clap like this. And then the third place woman, she's a little bit shorter, and she just looks fucking angry, like she looks mean bug. And it's just like, but when you look at the podium, it looks like a woman, a woman. And a man with long hair standing on the podium. That's what it looks like. Well, that's just, did you see that? The, the same thing happened with college powerlifting. Yeah, saw that one. And it's too. like, yeah. it's like, that's a genetic predisposition. That's, it's like at some point I get being all inclusive, but it's, this is a tough one. It's because it, it takes away yeah. from someone who's worked, like imagine that second place girl, she's worked her whole life to become this amazing swimmer. And out comes fucking He Man. And it's like you can't beat that. You're gonna lose there. I feel like it's a tough sum, tough, well, tough situation. She lost like the next two races, I think. She did. Yep. But like she also has lost races in the past and then admitted to throwing the race. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. So th- well, and that's the thing when it was a he, when she was a he. I won't say it because it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. Whatever. When she was a he, he was 454th in the nation in college. Yeah, correct. And so I'm not going to name a name, but there was a Facebook post that came up, and it was um, a woman defending this woman, mm-hmm. saying that, 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 that she went through the college protocols and has, had like, has acceptable levels of testosterone to compete with women. Okay. And went through whatever protocols there was to go through. But 
because I was thinking about it for a long time. It's like, okay, because I, I, I understand, like, if there's a transition made and they're, they've got their, you know, the proficient levels of testosterone to be, like, in the female levels of testosterone. I can see that. But she grew up as a man. Mm-hmm. So all through puberty up until so she, she has was 20 years of of testosterone building yeah. muscle mass bone density height all of that wingspan it all is like that would put her into the top like half percentile of women on the planet having grown up with all of that extra testosterone and so you can't say that that's not something that there's is, not an advantage yeah that's yeah. a total advantage growing up with all of that well and there's a couple more pictures with that where second, third, fourth are taking a picture together and the swimmer, she's just off in her own, like still on the podium. So like they don't even, they didn't even include her as the swimmers. Well, then, that, then there's the launch photo. Did you see the launch photo? No. Where they jump off the blocks and she's like, everyone is like almost in unison. They're all at like the same going into the water and she's still like four feet above them flying like just the initial push alone oh the yeah the well, amount of power so the thing yeah. is, is it's it's less for me it's less like okay i don't think someone it's like my thought process i don't think someone that's been through this experience and is now this person shouldn't be allowed to compete it's more of like out of sympathy for the people that are competing and this is like their entire life has gone up to this and now there's someone who just has a, a distinct advantage over them regardless of what they've done up until this point in their life like it's not. It's like I feel. I feel well, bad for those fair. people. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for those people. It's, it's, like, it's just like what, it's a level playing field. Yeah, you know. So it's like, how 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 does one handle that situation, where it's like, you know, they talked about make it. A, is there a trans league? Can you have a trans division in yep. in the swimming? Because it's like there are more trans players, and maybe there's going to be a trans division where there's only two or three people in it, and then they take a podium and they get a medal. Mm-hmm. But then at least. Then it's exclusion. Then it gets tough. But it's not though, because you're still competing. Yeah. You get an opportunity to compete. You get a chance to to stand on the podium. And if there's only three of you, then yeah, maybe you got third place out of three, or you got first place out of three. So it's not as prestigious against as going against the greatest athletes in the country. But it's got to be a level playing field. But it's, I mean, yeah, in time based sports, it's, I feel like it would be too bad because you can still uh, compare compare like if you're like. Swimming, you can compare your times up against all of the different divisions, so you can only see it. But like, say you have a trans basketball player, that'd be a much harder thing. What do you mean? Like, say there was a he who, at the age of twenty, transitioned to a she and was currently in college basketball and switched over to the females team. What do you do then? Because you can't make a whole league off of that. I still think then you 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 try to you try to make a league off of it. I'd but say you, but so. You can't, well, no, I understand. It's like numbers game. You, yeah, you can't. But but or, it's it's been proven. Like I've, I've can seen. you? I mean, can you? If if this is the big if, because people don't. But if you recognize the biological advantages of a man physically, mm-hmm. and I recognize people will argue that. But from my standpoint, there's a biological like muscle size advantage to being man like could someone who transitioned still be welcome to play but in the quote men's league still yeah i could see that oh like at some point why can't uh 
Yeah, but then a it's trans like trans female. So someone who was male who transitioned to female have the opportunity to still compete, but compete in quote the men's league. But then it's tough because it's like it's like okay, I fought my whole life trying to prove that I am a a female, but you guys are still making me. I I could see if somebody grew up and was female from like very very you know, young, like fifteen then forward. I I would I would say even. Well, I don't know how I, nowadays there are people transitioning at like eleven, but even then it's like there's still some advantage there. Well, but not, but if you're taking like if you get into collegiate sports, mm-hmm. but even high school sports. So if you're if you're sixteen and you transition, if a, if, a, if a male is sixteen and transitions at sixteen, and at at seventeen is is running the hundred yard dash against women in track and field. It's only one year of transition. They've had 16 years of testosterone through puberty to I gain the muscle mass. It's still, it's an unfair advantage. Yeah. You know? It's very different if it's like, if it's like, so like at 11 where people transition pre-puberty and it takes estrogen pre-puberty. Then it's like, then I feel like that advantage isn't there because then you don't have that absurd muscle, muscle growth. And But, it, okay, so transitioning pre-puberty, like kids... Every kid in the country going through puberty is like fucked. Like your your emotions, your hormones, everything is totally fucked. And so everybody's questioning whether they are this or they aren't that. And that's the process. Yeah. Like it's a normal process to be questioning and all of those things that go with that. So to make that decision to pre puberty. You know, pre puberty, that's like, well, why not you just why not just let kids fucking go to the bar? You know, why not let them buy a pack of smokes? Yeah. You know, I'm a smoker. That's what I want to do. So I'm going to do it. It's like, well, because we know that maybe at this age, well, not maybe, like your decision making, a person's decision making is not like, you're not thinking about the future. No. You're, not th- you're thinking about right now, you know? And it's like, that's a really hard fucking one to let go of when you're going to allow an 11 year old to like, they're, you know, have surgeries mm-hmm. and do, and then do hormone blockers. That's, I don't know. That's a, that's almost like, it's hard. That's it's, it's, so hard. It's, it's such a tough subject, especially on like the sports stuff. I don't think there's a good answer there. I think that, I think that when it comes to trans people in, in, in athletics, physically based athletics, I think there's got to be a better system in place because <clears throat> it's, there's an obvious advantage. Yeah. Now, if like, if, if, if it's like chess, you want to go to the chess club, you want to, Fencing, maybe even fencing, something like that, where it's not so, not so dominant, but the physically dominated sports. I just think that it's just it's setting us up for a lot of resentment. It's setting people up for like, why yeah. the fuck am I even going to do this? Yeah. Well, and, and I'm not a woman, um, and in fairness, I don't watch women's sports either. It's not mm-hmm. something that I'm too keen on watching, but I just feel like at some weird level, you're taking away what I, a woman worked so hard for yeah, that's that's exactly well I'm, that's because what we can relate to we can relate to working hard for something you know even if we don't watch women's sports because that was in the post that one of the things that they said was like you know men didn't care all these, about all these exactly. people didn't care about women's sports until this came out and it's like that's a valid point in the sense that we didn't watch like i didn't really i've never really watched women's sports up until this point but it, it's like that doesn't mean that I don't care about the people in, involved, like as a human. Yeah. Because because 
I think the the peop, the part that's missing is that there are people out there that are jumping on this because they are transphobic and because they are, you know, doing it for headlines and shock value and shit. But I think a lot of people are just more looking at it as a human level. Yeah, like, you know? Like, if someone transitions, fine. Like, no issues in my book. But right now we've got the best swimmer used to be a man. We've got some fucking articles, top 10 women of the United... Of ever. Ever. One of which used to be a man. So at some point you're putting all these transitioned females, so used to be men, and they're taking spots from biological women. It's I just feel like it. there's got to be a, a point where, and I'm trying to phrase this correctly. It's tough. It's tough. It's, it's a tough spot, but... You're taking stuff away from what women wanted, were worked so hard for, right? Women work for equality, and women work to be recognized. Now, we're recognizing women, but same token, we're recognizing women that used to be men still. Right. I I mean, Seattle Storm, that's the WNBA team for Seattle, and they've won the championship two years in a row. But it's like, take someone who transitioned at 21 in college, switched over to WNBA, and then sets the all-time dunk record because the all-time dunk record is like five dunks yeah. in a career. And it's like, it's going to it's gonna take one takeaway from women, but I feel like, two, it's just going to add resentment that doesn't need to be there. It's it's. Well, yeah, take the picture of the three, the mm-hmm. second, third, and fourth place people taking a photo without the first place person. Yeah, it, it, they're going to be excluded yeah. from their own, from, it's, yeah, it doesn't help It's going to devalue the sport. Well, right, and it, Again, I just feel like it devalues the the biological women as well. And okay, so why not do this? Why not just let college athletes start juicing up at this point? You know, because it's like as a biologically, it's an it's an unfair phys- physiological advantage this this swimmer woman has over the other women in the field because because that woman has had the chemical advantages of high testosterone for 20 years to that point so if you took a, an athlete and you let him juice for five years before they compete against people who don't juice then all of a sudden you're going to have an unfair advantage right mm-hmm. yeah. so so why not like at what point is this is it going to like is college women's sports are they going to start like taking human growth hormone are they going to start trying to find ways to compete against these more elite athletes? Well, take the take the take the flip side of it. This is an interesting conversation I had a couple weeks ago when the the powerlifting stuff came out. Is it's like take a woman that has transitioned to men and is like top three in their field, and there's this one girl, a woman transitioned to a, yeah yeah a to, man yeah, and this and this man this now man wanted to still compete in the field they were competing in because they were top ranked in that field. Oh, they wanted as to still compete as a woman. Yeah, but as a, the woman turned man, that man is now 500th in their college field. Right. So it's a... That's, well, that I, I feel like in that situation, and anytime you're going to make that call, whether you're going to transition, there are consequences to your transition. Mm-hmm. You know, so it happens to be when you're a man that transitions to a woman and you're an athlete, the consequences are you are now operating at an elite level in your division. So the, the transition from a woman to a man, so I mean, operating at a 
lower level. Then then there's like no one's going to question whether that person exactly. is doing it for the reason mm-hmm. other than just pure this is the way I am, which is tough. You know, because then it's because it's it's, it's got to get asked the other way around because it, it's a it's an advantage. But so so if you're what's tr- the I mean, I guess I I know what it is, but I feel like what's you know. What's the women's sports world's take on it? Has anyone read anything other than one person's Facebook post? Well, it's hard. I think it's hard for like colleges to speak out against yeah. it because they can't. Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't disparage it in any way, shape, I mean, or form. Even after this not podcast, world. none of us should run for office. It's pretty much over. Oh, at it's this already. Point. Well, I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna be an. But I mean, so you have this. This is the fucked up part. You have this fear of being honest for the repercussions so by default you're going to keep your mouth shut and essentially let it keep going let it keep happening well and it's and it's going to down and it's going to devalue you know you're you know that there's a devaluation happening within the integrity of the sport exactly and so i get we're in a we're in a weird stance right now where we're talking about one individual but what happens if it's when it turns into five individuals, well, but or it's 10 not. That's not anymore, though. I mean, a different. There's one individual in a lot of specific sports. No, I know so. that, but I'm saying if there's what like if five swimmers? What if there's five swimmers? Oh, that right. have all transitioned and they're all on the podium. Right? Is this is the mindset of the inclusivity going to change at that point, or are we going to say it is what it like? I don't know. Well, yeah, because then how many how many high school school female swimming athletes gonna want even swim. are going to even want to try to go to college to swim and, and, and win a championship and then go to the Olympics. How many? There's not going to be as many. Well, and the, the unfortunate thing is like you've, you've met some of those athletes where it's like anything to win. Yeah. You've met yeah. some of those people where it's like driven to it to the point where some of them might even transition over to, I've like, I've met, I've seen people or seen interviews with people. Where I'm like, that person would do anything to get mm. first place. Well, and, to go from 450 something place to first place in a matter of like what a, a year. Yeah. See, I don't want to project that that was the motivation because I don't know. And, and we don't know obviously. It. And like, and it's, and um, with a lot of, a lot of, I've seen, uh, I know a lot of people that have transitioned and it's like for every single one of them, it's just, that's who they are. And that's, that's who right. they have felt they are from a very young age. And it's like, that's why it's such a touchy subject because if, if that's the case for so many of them, but now it's like the thing that they love doing, they're now under so much controversy for because they are genetically, uh, they have a de- genetic deposition, I can't say the word. Disposition. Disposition to just be better at it. And it's like, they're just a person that this is, this is what they, this is who they feel they are. And this is what they love doing. And now competing in it is this huge controversy for them because. Well, but I don't think it's been a, a major controversy in the competition of it until it was these elite athletes, mm-hmm. the dominance, of the it. dominance of it. So it's like, I think that if, if anything, and, and, I, and I'd be curious to, to understand this from a trans person's point of view is, does this actually discredit the trans community and everything they've worked for to get, to be inclusive, you know, because it's, it's taken a different spin on inclusivity. It's like, they're not, trying to be equal to everybody else. These people are trying to use 
their their transition and then they're dominating. And maybe to your point, it's not like maybe it wasn't intentional. That wasn't the goal when they trans when or when they transitioned to dominate a sport. But it's happening. Yeah. So and, there should at least be safeguards to protect from that. From that. And and I get to your point, Bailey, where you're saying, well, if you're a woman and you transition to a man, you're already at a disadvantage. And I think, yeah, that's just a consequence. But I don't think you should. Like, if you make the the choice, or if you are, you know, a, if you trans, if you're trans, I don't think you should ultimately end up with the physical advantage. So at least on the women's side of things, I think there should be some level of safeguarding for for women's sports. Sure, you know? for yeah. for women's sake. Yeah. Well, and then and depending on the sport, it's like for even their safety. Think about like, and I haven't heard of this yet, but I'm sure it'll happen. We're like a lacrosse player, you know. That's what well, happened in boxing or MMA. M- MMA, it did. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about college though. Yeah. So in collegiate sports, there's collegiate lacrosse. Lacrosse is a fucking hardcore sport. Yeah. You it's know, intense. So if you have a man that transitions to a woman at 20 years old, and let's say that man was a a like a maybe not top tier lacrosse player, but close. You know, even in the top 10%, and they got an extra 15, 20 pounds of muscle mass and bone density going into a lacrosse match, and they check somebody, they're going to send someone to the, to the moon, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and someone's going to get really hurt. It, or it's, I shouldn't say that they're going to. It's a, the potential is there for sports like that if there's a transition because, because there are more women's contact sports even like take soccer soccer can be a pretty brutal sport sometimes and it's like so if you have a transition in that case it's like it's gonna be different Mm -hmm. you know and so the the i understand the problem is how does someone who wants to compete after they transition still compete as the as the gender they transition to i get that as a problem but you're right there's got to be some sort of safeguard some sort of uh, in Under, a, like it's in a just physically a, dominating sport. But then yeah. there needs to be the understanding, like it may not be quote fair for you, mm-hmm. and you know it's something we need to work on. But the route can't be to then make everybody else have a disadvantage. Yeah, but I mean, is it? Would the it's it's a tough thing because would the cutoff just be like at an elite level? Because what if you have someone who transitioned who's just like a very Mid-level college athlete, not breaking the game or anything, one or two podiums. Well, I think there's, um, I mean, for certain sports, there's co-ed sports. Yeah, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Where it's more rec level stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's no biggie. It's only when it gets to like a a dominating standpoint. Well, yeah, I mean. When you're talking about girls fighting for their D1 scholarships. And right, yeah. Trying to. Go pro. Or, 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 or go to or the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. It's like. Now you have three less podiums because, wait, or four or five because you or got seven or two. Yeah, you just so. And again, you're at a level right now where it's it's, you know, one individual in like mm-hmm. a certain sport. Yeah, but I, 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 you could see the concern that if it would become a, a more trending thing. Um, yeah, to have your whole sport basically. I don't want to say erased because that's not. It's not erased. You know, but yeah. It, but when, if if the field becomes, you know, 50% trans and 50% biological, 
like well then is co-ed essentially is it, yeah right you know and it's and yeah and so and how do and but how, then how does a biological women sh- woman showcase her her skills well maybe what it boils down to is how do how do the people running the programs running the colleges how do the big donors and all those people how do they express their desire for fairness without being canceled without without having the media come after them because i think we live in such a state of fear when it comes to our words that they're going to be they're going to be misconstrued that nobody's willing to say anything other than what the the general like right thing to say is so like you never say anything disparaging or even that might be seem like you don't agree with any kind of situation that involves L- the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. You don't say anything about that. You don't say anything about African American community. You don't say anything about any different races unless wh- unless you're white. That's what we're talking about. Tom Segura last night. He's like the only people you can racially disparage now is white middle aged men. <laughs> That's like the only one. But so there's got to be a way for people to have an open dialogue when it doesn't get taken out of context and they don't have to be afraid to say, I don't think it's fair, you know? Yeah. I think in that case, it just needs to be, it needs to start with people not being afraid to have that conversation. And then it has to transition into people not being afraid to voice that. And I think when you get enough people willing to voice that mm-hmm. and not be afraid to get canceled or afraid of the the mob mentality repercussions then i think it might become back to a normalcy of where you don't have corporations feeling like they're they have to bend over for the mob and there are now like laws being put into place anti-discrimination laws where people are fearful of getting sued i just thought about that like yeah, like you shouldn't be afraid to, you should, if you haven't done anything or you shouldn't be afraid to get fired because you have an opinion that you didn't even voice at work. Right. I mean, look at, fuck, look at the Disney shit right now. Oh my God. With the Florida bill. Oh yeah. The, the, they're, they're calling it the don't say gay bill. You know, but it doesn't say gay. It, it does, it's not, it's not even like that. Yeah. All it says is they don't want to teach kindergarten through third grade or third grade about sexual Orientation. Orientation and preferences, which is fine. You don't need to teach my third grader about sex. No, no. Third graders Um, don't need to be taught about that. But so so Disney has a new CEO who initially came in saying they're not going to be... They're going to stay neutral. They're going to stay neutral. They're not going to jump on things, which I am a fan of because I feel like corporations just kowtow to mobs. Yep. And then that switched when some of their employees walked out and wrote letters and publicly disparaged the company for not being vocal about the bill yeah i feel like once we can get to a point where we can actually have a conversation about it without being worried about all these things that's when you can come to actual solutions now you're just trying to dance around everybody's opinion to get to a solution we're in a world we're trying to make everybody happy yeah and you can't come to solutions where it's like you're never gonna make anybody you're never gonna make everyone happy. that's why every year the president's election is in the 40 to 50 percent that's why it's always that way yeah and so Either, you know, when I when you look at like the business side of thing, either businesses are going to pop up that directly compete and and you know trying to try and switch the the narrative. How do you mean? Um, 
uh, but, but what was the one that just came up? There's conservatives are going to start businesses to directly compete with big companies that oh, feel politi- cow to the mob. Yeah. Okay. So what was the one? Um, oh, it's the company Shapiro owns. Anyways, the conservative company used to get advertised by Harry's Razors. Mm-hmm. And at some point, they pulled all advertising after doing it, knowing what they're doing for f- years, and then said, "We don't. Our values don't align, and we don't want to. We don't want essentially this company's customers to even buy ours because we're we're on this side." So they mm. just they just launched a company called I Hate Harry's. <laughs> really? <laughs> or Jeremy's Razors, and the company has their own razor company now that says they don't want your business. We do. Yeah. So it. Well, because unless they, businesses are going to start feeling the impacts of people who disagree with their political statements walking away, I, I don't know if it's going to change. Well, and so you get I, all the you get the mob saying we're going to walk away, but you get the the majority of people who maybe feel differently or aren't in that mentality who are like, whatever, man, I just want to fucking watch Iron Man. No, I want to go to work. Yeah, and I want to work, and then I go home. Yeah, be at home. I saw that, I saw this crazy thing. Blew my mind. So Seattle Pride, you know, like the Pride Parade. Yeah. They are so Amazon basically pays for I think it was like eighty percent of it for the funding for that. Okay. And a couple higher ups at Amazon were saying some things that Seattle Pride didn't agree with. And so they stopped accepting funding from them. They completely cut off accepting any funding from Amazon because they didn't completely align with the company. And now it's not going to happen this year. And it's mm. like, that kind of blew my mind. I was just like, I felt like if you're getting money to preach your pro, your side of stuff and have pride for it and have excitement for it, it's like, you're now just hurting all the people. That well, yeah. You know, I think that's actually probably a good thing. For the for the for the pride parade and the people that are really truly in it for the right reasons, because when all of a sudden you have support from a company and then a couple people say something that they don't like and so they lose they they choose to not take anything. It's kind of like the whole defund the police thing. It's like so then it turns to fucking shit real quick. You don't mm-hmm. get your pride parade. Everybody that's so excited about it is now fucking hating on it because a couple people at the top made a decision that it, you know, it was an insensitive remark instead of having a conversation and saying, listen, you guys said this and and like, we'd like to get some clarity on it because you know, you guys are a big sponsor of ours and maybe perhaps we misheard it or maybe you could clarify your point on this because it's important to us. But, but to, to make those quick gut check decisions on massive issues like that affect so many people right like the whole defund of the police thing when that came out there were places that actually did defund the police and then all of a sudden fucking murder rates go up mm-hmm. crime rates go up break-ins go up carjackings go up and and it's just like oh wait a minute this was wait a minute it's the state of the union we should change the narrative now we should fund the police and yeah. we need more police yeah. i saw the i mean seattle was a prime point of that because that's one of the places that they actually defunded yeah, they the had police the, they had chaz and they yeah. they Whatever took back a bunch of rules they changed a bunch of laws on it and now the police are like we can't do anything yeah there was a there was a an interview they had with a guy and it was like it was he got attacked on the street or something like that, and the police were were the guy was like, "I need to go to the hospital because my finger's like bleeding and broken," 
And they're like, we can't let you leave yet because if we don't have your statement, well, this guy's here with us and they can have it on record, we can't even take this guy in. And it's like they can't chase people in cars now. If someone gets in a car and starts driving recklessly, the police have to stop chasing them because it's like a danger. It's like we're in this weird, fucked up social experiment. (laughs) Well, we we (laughs) We are. are. That is what it is. I I agree. We kind of are in this weird, fucked up social experiment. We're 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 like a living, breathing it's like we social media. Yeah, it's like we weren't perfect, and we clearly had some major flaws. We corrected some of those flaws, but we still weren't perfect. And now it's like, why don't we flip the table upside down and see what happens? <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole Monopoly board. Flip yeah. it upside down, and then it's play. like we've played this game long enough. <laughs> <laughs> play it on the floor in pieces and see how well it works. Yeah. yeah, and then it doesn't, and everyone's like, huh? Well, and but everybody's still got a voice. That's the problem. And some of those voices, it, it is the fucking problem. It's just like everybody's voice can get blasted to 11. You know, if you got the right fucking platform, you can blast it. And, and even if you don't, like people that go viral for saying stupid fucking shit, it's just like then all of a sudden their voice has value somehow for some reason because they're the loudest. It has value. So like they can make start making statements about their political affiliations or what they believe in. And other people are following them. It's like fucking, who the fuck cares what Kim and Kanye think? Mm-hmm. Apparently, everybody. I stopped going on social media for like two weeks because I can't get away from it. It's everywhere. It's, and so it's like I have refused to look into any of it, but it's, that's what half, that's what I'm realizing is there's so many people that are like, that's the day to day. That's what they care about. That's what they stay up Yeah, man, about. there's been so many people on Facebook, and I don't go on Facebook a lot, that it's like, I'm, I'm just going to, hide all your posts because mm-hmm. I don't want to think less of you when you say some of this shit. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. And I don't want to like unfriend you, like still like you, but man, when you start talking some of these things or posting some of the stuff, it's like you make me really second guess you <laughs> well, as a person, your value as a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, do you think it alters people's ability to process? Like, like people are sitting home and they're, they're on the, like, you watch Don't Look Up, right? Yeah. Okay, so when the doctor um, is sitting at home on his computer and his wife is like, he's, she's she's like, honey, you need to stop responding to, you know, oh, Jiggly yeah. Boobs t- 723 about, you know, nebulas and shit. And he's just like, yeah, but do you know what they said about me? And so he's, it's like, the deeper you go, the I know because I got to a point when it was like when there was a Biden-Trump when they were that election was happening, and well, it was Hillary Trump, but then before that, it was Biden, not Biden, <sighs> Bernie. Sorry, um, I got into some Facebook wars mm. with people, and I I changed the language that they used. Changed like I started getting a little more angry, and then I started saying things that like didn't truly align with me, just more to get somebody back for something they said to me, and then and then it just like escalates. We got a mutual friend, I won't say his name, but he had, he said that it got so bad for him that he was instigating so much hate on Facebook just because it was feeding some kind of weird mm. hit he was getting, some kind of like neurological dopamine hit or whatever it is, that he's, he had to like do a complete, and it's not, he didn't change his views on like his political views, but he was getting mean to people yeah. and saying things that were like really out there and edgy just to see if he could conjure up someone else's hate. You know, and it's like uh, there's 
there's nothing healthy about that environment whatsoever. And I think it just changes people. Yeah. I just, well, no one's going to read a book. So it's not like you can really explain your point. So you're going to have, you know, paragraph at best. So that your whole paragraph's point is to rebut whatever someone else said. And, and so you're just, it's a game of who can make the other person feel lesser. Exactly. How can I beat you the quickest possible? And then you got the guys that are doing it just for fun, yeah. and they know it. And so they're just like, got a can of little diesel. The guys they just add it. The guys will say, hey, just to play devil's advocate. Not even those guys. No. Those guys are just, I'm, I'm talking about the ones that will just like send some super douchebag meme that's super derogatory at somebody because they made a comment that they were passionate about. And then it's, it's like the it's like a, a trumped up version of the OK Boomer. Oh yeah, you know, come back. It's just like something just to cut somebody down to to, to in order to instigate them to get louder and more crazy, you yeah. know. And so then they 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 you know poke people and prod them until they say things that they don't really mean anymore. Or say things that, that like this like that's not me. And and I think there are a lot of those out there. A lot of people that just love to see the chaos. Yeah, see, you that's- know. I think I've only like actually responded to one thing someone posted like years ago and it was about the fucking second amendment or something like that. It was oh. a, and she was just I'll say it ignorant in and it was a really like gun owner negative post and so calmly I tried to reply just saying for what it's worth your information is incorrect. You can't just go on the streets and buy a fully automatic 70 round rifle i'm like fully automatics have been banned to be produced since x date so you can get a semi-automatic which means this and this thing that you're also complaining about this is what it actually does so just uh, food for thought (laughs) but no she read it on a post once it's a fact well but then but then you're opening yourself up well yeah to her friends yeah and i didn't i did not follow up on the post i pretty sure i wrote it snooze notifications and yeah that's that's why this last post that i read about the swimmer i wanted to i wanted to say well even get involved it's if like it's someone i respect and it's like i respect your opinion i respect where you're coming from did you think about this as an alternative view from somebody else's position but i didn't because there's the the discourse doesn't exist yeah there's like there's so not real discourse or there's no real conversations on there, and so it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, I I know if I say something, I'm getting in it. I'm yeah, like, well, exactly. Yeah, you you're stepping you you stepping your toe in the arena, you know, and it's like, is this an arena I choose to be in? Oh, yeah, well, and that's why I like I said I usually shut off notifications from a bunch of people because like, honestly, I got so much better shit to do than get into an argument on Facebook with you over your th- mindset that you're not going to change i know i'm going to change even if i Mm -hmm. provided you fucking an encyclopedia of evidence there's some people that just don't want to hear it yeah Yeah, i can just ignore it better things to do like drinking whiskey exactly playing cards yeah man hanging out doing a podcast podcast so much better things to do yeah watching shitty movies and good movies yeah i gotta go find me a fucking bottle of russell's reserve tenure oh russell's reserve 10 is nice that's what i'm going for yeah Oh, am I thinking of? That's a hard one to get. Yeah. The last time I had a Russell's Reserve 10, I picked it up at Total Wine, and there was some dude down there, another connoisseur, 
And he's like, and he, we're just talking about some shit. And he was like, I talked to him for a few minutes. And he walked away. And all of a sudden, I feel this tap on my shoulder. And I turn around. And he goes, you try this yet? He handed me a bottle of Russell Reserve 10. I'm like, I think so. It's been a long time. He's like, you need to buy it. I'm like, well, that's kind of a bold statement. It's like a $45 bottle of whiskey. He's like, trust me, you need to buy this. And the, and the, the total wine guy, of course, he's like, yeah, you really should buy it. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because you, he says, you can't find it anywhere. He goes, this is the first time I've seen it in six months. Hmm. And then they had like four bottles of it there. And he goes, you don't have to buy it, obviously. Whatever, do what you want. He's like, but you should buy it because it's hard to get. Yeah. And it's like, then when does it change? Like the value of the Russell's Reserve, is it really that great? Or is it that it's hard to get? Well, that, well, that adds value to anything. So that Russell's Reserve. it doesn't Reser- when you drink it. That Russell's Reserve has like from trusted youtube videos won some blind tastings like mm-hmm. in that 40 dollar category right which makes me think it's it fits the needs that i want easily i mean i'll be honest there's like f- five bottles i i'm are on my to buy list mm-hmm. so sorry sam but i'm gonna go drop you know 200 bucks at some point yeah well after i get a total wine membership so i stop fronting your dad fucking rewards <laughs> i looked it up man i don't know if it's even worth it's, it it's you don't get that much from it it said uh, you spend like fifty thousand points and you get five dollars off well i've got a ten dollar credit and i haven't put up fifty thousand points yeah i think because you think you get like 10 points per dollar or something like that okay well i've got a ten dollar credit on spend my- 500 and get get five dollars off it's yeah. pretty not a lot okay so maybe i have said fifty thousand yeah, points exactly. if that's what the if that's the legit way it is but well so that did you ever try that yamazaki i had no so i've got a yamazaki 12 made by centauri super fucking hard to get um now there's a yamazaki 12 and then there's a yamazaki 12 sherry cask well the sherry cask was voted number one whiskey of the year mm. for I don't know what year it was, 2000, probably 16 or something. And uh, it, like, exploded. It went from a $60 bottle to a $110 bottle like overnight. The sherry cask did. Well, the Yamazaki 12, by default, went up as well, even though it wasn't the sherry cask. Mm-hmm. So now you can't find the Yamazaki 12 sherry cask anywhere, and every once in a while you can come up with the Yamazaki 12 regular. And... I happened to put my name into a drawing. Oh, that's right. Riley's. Yeah. And I I thought that I was drawing to win the bottle because I bought so many bottles and you win, like you get tickets to drawings. Wrong. I was winning the opportunity to purchase the bottle at retail price. And so I got the email, and they said, you're a winner. And I was like, whoa. I told Stephanie, we got to go to Madison. I got to pick up this bottle. This is amazing. So I go down there, go in the store, shopping around a little bit because I'm feeling good. Maybe grab another bottle, grab a couple bottles of wine, go up to the thing. I'm like, I'm the winner. And they're like, oh, congratulations, sir. They bring the bottle out, and he's, he's scanning all the, all the bottles. He scanned my winning bottle, too. And I was like, huh, that's kind of fucking weird. I wonder if he's just got to do that for inventory sake. Yeah, that's got to be it. No, it turns out it's a $157 bottle of whiskey. And I was like, what the fuck? That 50 people got the opportunity to buy it. No, no, no. <laughs> only one. Okay. There was only one bottle. I was the only one that got the opportunity to buy it. After that, it was going to go out to 
the regular stock, and then anybody could buy it after that. But you can't get them anywhere. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm already here. Like, it's close to my birthday. I guess I'll get it. So I got it, and it's like, it's good. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's like $60 good. Yeah. It's not $160 good. What was that barrel bourbon you have? Oh, that was a private reserve. Okay. That. That's the best bourbon I've had to date. You'll try that one, Bailey. Oh, my God. That's special. Yeah. Special it was that. Yeah. That's some legit shit. But I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was the orange label. Orange label. Yeah. Private reserve. Yeah, it says something about peach pie or something on yeah. it. On the label. It, but it doesn't taste like peach pie. No, man. It tastes like just really fucking it's, legit bourbon. So it's it's obviously bourbon and whiskey is an, an easy hobby to get into. But what do you think? What do you guys think the drawing is for you guys? Because it's like... It's alcohol, obviously, but it's Who like. Who invited you to this podcast? <laughs> you don't ask the questions. I, I'm just. I'm, I'm interested no, no, as, with you. as a as a freshly 21 year old person and has the opportunity to get into hobbies like this. Is it's like, what's the the drunk? Because it's obviously very pricey. The, yeah, so don't. Yeah, I mean, don't do it, man. <laughs> I would say. Is it the exclusive? Is it the knowledge? I would. Say, well, it's. I think. I think what it is for me anyway is that. Um, the initial draw was the the community around it. So it was like all my friends, we had this, it's like a brotherhood, you know? And so it's like the community that goes with it is like, we, we all get together and we celebrate over this thing, you know? And it's like, sometimes it's cigars, sometimes it's whiskey, sometimes it's cars, sometimes it's football, but it's this thing that brings us together. And, um, and it's like, it's it ex- takes time. Mm-hmm. You have to invest time. You have to invest money. You you do research on it, and so it becomes this thing that like, it's a. Um, it, it, I don't even know if I, could call I can call it a hot. Go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a it's an exclusive common interest. It's a common interest. So it's like you can talk about football with anybody on the street, but it's like you really have to know and have invested a lot of time into whiskey to have an actual conversation with whiskey about someone. And I don't think you need to invest that much time. I mean, if you can drink it, that's the big thing for me, it was, uh, well, a, the community aspect. And so to your point, yes, like I knew Ike, it like, that's a big thing that he enjoys is whiskeys and scotch and stuff. And so I wanted to be able to drink at that point, but the other one was more of a rite of passage. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Like there's a, I don't a prestige isn't the right word because you can get a ten dollar bottle of fucking whiskey if you want. Yeah, but, but you don't know. It's like the whole the whole thing with whiskey community isn't. I drink whiskey. You guys also drink whiskey. It's I know my whiskeys. Yeah, I know my good whiskeys, and I've drank my good whiskeys. See, I don't know that. I I've, I've drank a handful of whiskeys that have happened to be good. I I don't think I've hit the shitty ones yet. I think there's a there's a level of people out there that that want to be that the guy that knows all about the whiskey that has the big whiskey collection that's going to tell everybody about the, the, this, like mm-hmm. the, the, like the sommeliers, the wine connoisseurs. Like There are people like that. But I think that's more of an individual thing. When a person gets to that point where it's like, I have all this knowledge. And so it's like, I want to tell everybody about my knowledge. So it's it's like, but if you got a, like some dudes to get together and, and like talk about, have you tried this one yet? No, I haven't tried that one. Have you tried this one? I haven't tried that one. Oh, you should try this. It's really great. And you share and you compare. Yeah. And it's like, 
It's a community. Yeah. The community okay. part, yeah. And then honestly, like, it's for me, and not that I drink all the time, not yet, um, <laughs> but, like, it's a lot more enjoyable. It's easier to drink as, like, a nightcap. Then it's it's relaxed. Bush lights. Yeah. Exactly. It's relaxing. It's it's nice on the palate. I'm not drinking a lot. Um, on the the health side of things, it's I think there's only like a hundred calories mm, per pour. Per pour. Yeah. Whereas if I'm drinking, you know, a Bud Light, it's three hundred. Yeah. And it's and it's something to savor too. It takes time. Yeah, and it takes time, and it's there's a little bit of a ritual, maybe. Ritualistic is great. Um, yeah, I think that's a great word. And it's just there's it's more relaxing and it's not like I'm getting drunk and then I have to piss eighteen hundred times and it's intentional. Yeah, it's very yeah. It's and so it's it's something like I I open this up saying I've I've had a drink, a nightcap every night. Yeah. It's either that or a bowl of fruit loops, so I don't know. It's <laughs> pretty fucking good. See, there you go. There you go. So I have thought about this, so what it brings back to is like what is the definition of a functioning alcoholic? You know, because I think that, because I've always like kind of debated that with myself. Because I'll usually have one, I'll usually have one a night. Mm -hmm. And if like I know people, or I'll tell them I'll have one a night, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Every single night, it's like, yeah, every night. By scientific standards, that's alcoholism. By like the the chart that they show you, right? But but is it like what's the definition of a functioning alcoholic? Because when I think about like functioning alcoholics, I think about somebody who gets drunk and is affected by the alcohol and still goes about their day doing all the things that they would normally do, you know? So they're going to go to work or they're going to play with their kids or they're going to do whatever they're going to do while they're still feeling the effects of the alcohol. But that's, that would be what I would categorize as well. What do you think? I don't. So when I have a drink at night, it's literally like the last thing I do. And it's typically like the boys are in bed. um, Sam's doing something and I'm watching a hockey game or something and I'll, sitting on a chair it's like you know 8 30 for me to nine and then it's bedtime um i don't know so i I guess it's again the way i've drank in the last week or other than when i'm with somebody it's not like i'm not drinking well playing with my kids i'm not drinking well yeah you you have a full full functioning morning to night life yeah. outside of this. I think functioning yeah. and this, and then is I, when it's involved. Yeah, I that. treat this as a nightcap. This is like my dessert at the end of the night. It's yeah. and I don't go do stuff afterwards. You go to bed. Yeah. Which I think Okay, so I, I looked up WebMD, which is like the legit number See, one think, source for everything. I think they're just gonna go on frequency. Well it says no that well, let me read. Mm. When there are a number of okay does drinking every day make you an alcoholic? While there are a number of variables, typically having a drink every night does not necessarily equate to alcohol use disorder, but it can increase the risk of developing alcohol-related health problems. So it's more about the control mm-hmm. than it is about the, the use. So it's like, can you have one drink at night without the next night going maybe two and then the next mm. night, maybe three. And then pretty soon, you don't know what to do without it. Yeah. You know, it's... um, It's whether you're doing it as a, a treat or like a... Crutch. Yeah. That's what I always associate as, as if, I, if I've ever felt like I needed to have it... like Yeah, that'd be... Yeah. Then it would be a problem. Then right. it'd be like, okay, I got to check this. 
Well, yeah, my, my mentality on it has always been like, if I'm like, if it's like, I just had a really rough day. This sucks. Time to get drunk. Then it's like, okay, that's not good for you. If it's like, I'm about to go see a couple of my friends. I want to have a really fun night. Let's go to the bar. That's okay. I think if you're doing it for a pleasure, for a pleasure standpoint, if you're doing it for not out of need, not out of as a crutch, I think it's okay. Yeah. Like when I go, like when I'm with friends, it's a socialization thing. Mm-hmm. It's because the medium between socializing. I don't, but I don't drink to get drunk. I don't ever anymore. Like I don't want to feel that way at all. Yeah. Even if it's at a bar, like I'll have a couple of drinks, but I'm not looking to get fucking plastered and make my no. wife drive me home. It's just a, it's something that you can sit and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. It. And, I mean, it makes you more sociable. It's like proven effect. Well, right. But I will say, like, because I hear when you say that, and I think you're definitely coming from a 21 year old young yeah. man standpoint, where it's like, if I'm gonna go have fun, I'm gonna go drink. Whereas you get older, like for me, and probably for what Kyle's saying is that. I can go have fun, and it doesn't even involve alcohol. No. So it's like, oh yeah, the alcohol and the fun are not synonymous. Correct. You know? Oh no, you need to be able to have it outside of it. It's like an it's like an added on. Right, but even like, okay, so it's like, yo man, what do you want to do? Do you want to go out tonight? It's like, yeah, let's go out tonight. It's like, in order to like have fun when we go out, we got to drink a little bit more. You know, to, to to like, you know, to really amp it up and and loosen things up. Where it's like. It, and I remember being at that point where it was like every time I went out, I went out to drink because mm-hmm. it loosened me up and I had more fun. I definitely was in that place for a long time when I was in college. Not for a long time, but when I was in college, like that's what, what I did. But then as I got older and I realized I don't want to feel like that anymore, then it's like, okay, so I'm going to have a drink just for the sake of like sipping, enjoying part of the conversation, like I said a hundred times already, the community of it, enjoying something with somebody else. You know, it's like a, a mutual thing that we're doing together. And it's like, but it's a different intent. So it's like, it's not wrong when you're in college and you want to go drink and have fun. As long as you're not doing it seven nights a week. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. And I don't think I mean, when you go back to the whiskey, bourbon, like neater on the rocks, not mixers, like that's not synonymous with me with fun at all. Like, I feel like that's more intimate. Like I wouldn't go to a bar if we're going to have a fucking awesome rowdy night and sit there and drink eight bourbons. Like I would be drinking something easier. Yeah. Lighter. Well, let me let me put this situation. So I like the thing that me and my friends do more often than anything is we have poker nights. That's our thing. We like not for a ton of money, but it's just very easy. You can invite a ton of people. Everyone knows how to play. It's a very social game. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I'm going home that night, if I'm like, okay, I gotta get home because I got work in the morning or I there's no place for me to sleep here, then I just don't drink and I have a great night. But if I am going to stay the night, then I probably am going to drink. And it's like, at that point, I don't see it as like a, like a, we need to do this to have more fun. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, if, ri- if, 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 if the option's there, mm-hmm. it is going to make conversation a little more rich. It is going to make like the social aspects of it a little more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's like, you always drink whiskey at poker night. Yeah, it's it's not like a and like and don't say it's like a well yeah I have like one. I don't sip, think he drinks whiskey. I think they drink. Fucking. No, we usually drink Crown. Is what everyone okay. likes. But it's like I mean, that's better than your other son's fucking t- friends. Oh, this is Bush Light. Yeah, they're, they're the bushies. They're the Bush Lights. I don't really drink beer anymore. Yeah, but that's like the college crowd. Yeah, you but know the, the thing is, so it's like, but it's like at your guys' whiskey. It's like yeah, it's like a. It's not like I'm gonna have one whiskey for the taste of it. So me and my guys can taste a whiskey together. 
you're still definitely feeling an aspect of it when you have three whiskeys. Oh sure, over a two hour period. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's still there. Yeah. So it's like the the aspect of it is it's it's like it's not the goal though. So so the, yeah, it's like it's like an that's the thing. I can still have a fun night having playing poker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. The goal isn't to go and and get drunk so I can have fun with my friends. But if I'm there and drinking is an option, I'm definitely gonna add it on. It's like a little perk. Yeah, like to that point. Yes, like if I had Ike over at my place, or if I came over to Ike's place, or we went together somewhere, absolutely, someone's going to pull out, I'm sure, a, a bottle. Yep. And you're going to have a drink. Oh yeah, for sure. It's a perk. Yeah. So it is a I, perk, especially I, when you go to your dad's place, the high end shit. Yeah, you're. <laughs> not. The difference between an individual having a dram at night and then getting together with a group of people is definitely different. Yes. You know, there's there's two different elements there. You got you got the community element, the gra- the crowd. You're gonna have some maybe a couple, two, three whiskeys over a period of time. You're gonna have some food. You're gonna be there a while, or it's the end of the day. You're gonna pour a dram. You're gonna sit down. You're gonna sip on it for half an hour, and then you're gonna you know go to bed or whatever. So there's definitely two different elements at play there. Um, one thing that would be fun, and I've experienced to do with you Kyle is do like a tasting mm-hmm. where you line some whiskeys up and do a blind tasting because that's a whole different element then you experience then you're talking about everybody is having the same conversation about the exact same thing yep. and and the, the, it's like you're there for that thing you know then you're dissecting and you're you know it's more cerebral and all of those things so it's that's what's great about whiskey there's yeah, man, just I was so many thinking, fucking I, levels to it but I want to do a blind tasting that's the thing that'd be fun yeah That'd be super fun. We did a we did a, a blind tasting one time for for gin. I don't know why, but we did. And <laughs> and like uh, my friend Peter, like to me the most disgusting fucking gin that there is is Tanqueray because it tastes like pine needles. It's just like oh, it's fucking gross. Out of all the gins, he picked that one, and he fucking hates Tanqueray. And he's like, he's got high end gin tastes, and he's like always buying these really nice like floral gins. And yeah. he, he tasted that. And I'll never let him live that down. It's just like, it's a memory. Yeah, you know, you create these things, these moments that happen, these conversations that happen over a glass of whiskey or a glass of gin or whatever. It's an association. Yeah. Well, going back to the whiskey, like and the tastings, like I told you this, I think. So Sam, I was drinking whiskey one night and. I, this was me when I when we first came in here and did that oh, yeah. six hour podcast. That's now three hours. If you look <laughs> online. Uh, I was told about that one. Like it's it's not easy. And so Sam, who doesn't drink alcohol to begin with, goes, "I got to see. Like I just got to taste this." I'm like, "All right, go for it." I'm like, "I really hope you like it." She fucking. I don't know if she took a gulp or like a sip. I don't know how much she actually took in, but she goes, "Oh, oh my god!" Well, and she's like pacing. She goes, "That is horrible!" And she's got she's in the kitchen trying to get like water and milk and shit to get the taste out of her mouth. She's like, she goes, "Never!" Oh my, god. like that was all she could say is, "Oh my god, that's bad." Well, that's what I was telling my dad a story. We we're having whiskey night, and they had this. We were having poker night, and we we're drinking whiskey. And when this guy come by. It was one of my friend's college roommates, and we were like, do you want some whiskey? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'm playing with you guys. I'll have some whiskey. And so we pour some, some whiskey in a glass with them with two ice cubes. And he picks it up and tosses it oh. back and goes, why was there ice cubes? <laughs> 
And we're like, oh, no, dude, you're supposed to sip it. Do you want to, like, try again? He's like, no, I was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I think... I think that was actually absolutely horrible. <laughs> I why think, drink it quick, man. Why, why would I want to drink that again? I think part of the whiskey is it feels like... I've, it feels almost like... Like, if you're drinking beer, you're having dumb fun. If you're drinking whiskey, it almost feels like you're having intelligent fun. Like, there's you know a level of doing? class associated mm-hmm. with it. We are fucking up these young men's taste buds. We're accelerating their taste buds. Yeah, you're not supposed to do this till you're... 30, yeah, going so on like, 34. Well, well, like would you, you rather me have drink, be- like, would you rather well, me drink beer for 10 years? Well, listen, though. Listen, yeah, you though. need hang, the gut. Hang on, yeah. <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. So, like, if you take a, a seven-year-old and you ask him to eat a mushroom, they'll be like, no fucking way in hell am I eating a mushroom or onions or spinach or anything. But as you get older, your taste buds develop. You have a more appreciation for the finer, the different flavors, mm-hmm. you know. But so when you're a young man and you're drinking, it's like you're drinking, you start drinking whiskey, and it's like you're not supposed to like it. Yeah, you know, it's just like because because when you start to like it, it's a, it's like an ex, it's like an expensive taste, you know. So we're fucking you guys up, just well, so you know. Yeah, you're I don't gonna, know. We'll, you're gonna be broke. Well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I say I did the most drinking I've ever done in my entire life between 19 and 20. That was my that was when I did, okay. did it the most, and Fair. that's because I was living with my I had my first apartment. I was living with my single roommate, and we were just having a bachelor good time, and so we drank a lot. And I like I'd after probably six months of drinking beer, I was like twenty pounds heavier. Yeah, I man. never did anything respectable whatsoever after having drank beer. And I was like, and I was like, I don't like any of this is going on. <laughs> and so then I started I started drinking liquor just because it's it's less calories, and I feel like I have a better control of my intake when I'm drinking whiskey. Mm. And and it also there's definitely like a like an intelligent badass aspect to it. When you're sitting there, there you're is. swirling your glass, you feel a hell of a lot better yeah. than when you're pounding down cores. Like, this yeah, is they, my... They, th- don't drink it through a funnel. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Like, everyone everyone I used to hang out with or, like, family and stuff, like, if if it's not beer, it's a mixer. It's never been... Whiskey. Like, I've never been around someone who just drinks a dram or a pour of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's there a, is a sophistication to it. Yeah. It's your fault. It was my exposure to it. It I, was like that's what I told him too. I texted me on it. I'm like, I fucking hate you. Because if I never would have known about it, I would still be pounding cores <laughs> to this day. I started laughing so hard. I'm gonna pull that text up because it's so fucking funny. You said you showed me it was the yeah, other night. It, it, was hilarious. it is so fucking funny. What does it say here? It says, um, for what it's worth, I hate you. This hobby is gonna make <laughs> me go broke. <laughs> And, and hobby it, was in quotes. I, I started. I started fucking laughing so fucking hard when you sent that to me because it was. It's true, but it's a. It's like I can't deny how great it is. Yeah, you know, there's, there's something there. There really is. There really is. You know, and I think for me, I think the initial cost is going to be the upfront cost. So the problem I'm having now is the the limited selection I have. It's like the same one every night, mm-hmm. and so a you don't have the variety, but b then you're also drinking a bottle and. Yeah, it goes yeah. quick. Goes quick. Yeah, it, and and that's always the getting into it is always the the limiter is the, is the cost of it, but that's kind of what makes it a little more special when you get that first nice bottle. Yeah, and it, and it actually when I got my first nice bottle, I drank it slower, because it was like, oh man, this is an expensive bottle. It's like well, I'm going to savor this a little more, and then I started paying more attention to the flavor and more attention to the drinking of the and the and the ritualness around yeah. it well and with the bottles i have now like that's why that 
double oaked is still hanging on because I'm like, I really want that, but it's going to be gone if I have it. Well, that's, it, so. I'm definitely in a different level than you guys because you guys were talking about that podcast where we went off like six hours. You know, like one of those times where you end up, where you start with a glass of whiskey and you end up having six or seven. It goes, yeah. it goes deep, right? But for me at my age, that's like one out of every three. No question. So it's like, I don't know. Not every three what? Times I drink whiskey ends up being a six or seven. Oh, you go seven. deep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't six or seven. No, oh, no, that was. That was like six different whiskeys that we kept drinking. Jesus. Well, that's oh, what. I, that was. I. Uh, that was a. Yeah. I that's had the a, one we avoid. I choked on an ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I went on to my first ever wine tasting because I get free wine tasting and free whiskey tasting by around my restaurant. Oh. It's like a really nice place. Well, F the wine and go for the whiskey. There's like two whiskey distilleries. So there's less options. You know what's going to happen, though? So <laughs> when you show up to the bar when you're by yourself and you ask for a whiskey and the other people at the bar that are your age, the ladies, they're going to be like, the fuck does this guy think he is? But those 40-year-old ladies are going to be like, oh, well, no, you're telling me we're fine. <laughs> That's what me and Philip will go out to these like dive bars in Seattle. Just remember, Gail might hear this. And we are super respectful <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so, yeah, so I went out to my first ever, ever wine tasting and I was telling my girlfriend about it. And she's not 21 yet. And she, I was like, it was awesome. It was so cool. And she was like, well, could we do a wine tasting? And I was like, yeah. We can do a wine tasting. I can make that happen for us. And so I, I bought a bunch of bottles of wine. And they weren't super expensive, but I probably spent like 150 bucks in total. And I uh, brought it back. And it's it's very different doing a whiskey, or doing any sort of tasting when you're the person in control of the tasting. Mm-hmm. Like if you go off to a tasting, you have your whiskey flight, you have your four whiskeys, and it's like, oh, cool, it was awesome, I'm done now, goodbye. When you're at your house, you're like, what did that third one taste like again? You're like, well, what, mm. is, what does this one taste mm, like if I have sure. a piece of cheese afterwards? What is this? I like that first one a lot. And then oh, then, then you get that night where you're like, this kid thinks he's 21. Yeah, let me taste a little cheese with this fucking wine. <laughs> God. <laughs> so what it's worth, wine sucks. I'm not oh. a wine drinker at all. Oh, I, I know you guys like, with you, but I, yeah. I, I like it. I, I like a decent wine. But it's like it's different because then it's like you have unlimited access and you're like trying to taste them and try to figure it out. You don't just have the one draw of it. And so it definitely always goes farther if you're doing a tasting. So just I will by say, yourself. being a young guy, living where you live, working at a restaurant you work at, I think that you're getting exposed to a much higher level of, yeah. of like tastes and, and consumption. And I don't mean in volume, uh, but like quality and nuance than I think 90% of the people your age get exposed to. Because even I, when I'm like drinking wine, I don't ever think about like, what kind of cheese goes with this wine? That's and, half a, half of wines is the pairings. Well, if you're like a connoisseur, yeah. well, no, just in general, you know, like your white wines go with fish, your red wines go with steak. Yeah, you're but just what, color matching. But, Come on, man. But what I'm talking about, no, is it's like, literally you know, what it is. No, 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 yeah, no, I know when that. you go to a wine bar to drink wine and and just drink wine, you're not having a steak at a wine bar. They usually bring out like cheese, though. I know you get cheese plates, but it's like, I'll drink a red wine with cheeses. I'll drink a white wine with cheeses. I can drink fucking meat. I don't give a shit. Give me some bread and oil. I'm just hungry. That's why I want the food. I'm not, I'm not doing it because I'm like, mm-hmm. this 10-year cheddar compared with this Cabernet 2019 Reserve is fucking phenomenal. But if you put the Gouda with it, it's not the same. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. 
just feed me <laughs> when, yeah. when I'm drinking wine. You got I any think sausage it, for these crackers? That's right. <laughs> I think it doesn't. Well, I think I'd like most of the people I hang out with nowadays are either work friends or friends of mine that are a significant bit older than me. Okay, mm. so that's what I'm saying. Your 21 year old, your yeah, palate yeah. is is a lot more advanced than most 21 year olds due to your exposure to. Because I don't, I've, I don't think I've ever met a 21 year old that's like we had a wine and cheese pairing, and I was thinking about the cheese and which yeah. wine I liked it best with. I don't think I've ever heard a conversation like that. I sound ever. like kind of a tool when I said that. No, right? no, not at all. You I've never met a 21 year old who sips on whiskeys. Yeah, the same, same. Connor does now, just because of me. <laughs> no, it's you're you're an influence. Yeah. Well, you gave him the bottle. It's a little backwashed. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, I didn't that cracked me up. That was hilarious. <laughs> I did not. That was not my fault. I told him. I told him just don't pour it out. I didn't tell him to pour it back in a bottle. Oi, they drank it. I know they're not. Gonna they drank it. Yeah, he was. Connor was telling me that uh, um, there was a. Uh, uh, they were on the beach. And they are not supposed to have <clears throat> alcohol on the beach okay. there in Daytona. And um, so what a lot of people are doing is taking a gallon water jug and then putting vodka in it. Borg. Borg? It's just water and vodka is Borg? It's called. So what you do is you take a gallon of water. Yeah. Drink half the water. Pretty hydrated already. Staying safe. And you fill the rest with a half gallon of vodka. And you put the Mio's flavoring in it. It's oh. Called, it's called a Borg. Connor mm. told me about this last time I was at. Okay. Borg stands for Blackout Rage Gallon. Oh, ah, interesting. Blackout Rage Gallon. Okay, so I've never done it. They were they were sitting on the beach with their Borgs. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't think he he called it a Borg. He was well, probably because I'm old and he was had to explain yeah. it to me what they were doing. You'll make it uncool. Yeah, I'm totally gonna make it uncool. You got it now. So, um, but he said they dug a hole in the sand and they're sitting in the hole, just sitting back, like leaning like a chair, and they all had this gallon, and then this cop came up. And made them pour all their gallons out. And he said it was so much vodka. Mm. Got dumped out on the beach. And I was talking to Bailey about this. And he's like, Connor goes, this fucking jabroni cop. And I'm like, <laughs> I, it's like the word jabroni. I love the word. Hey, it's a great fucking word. But then I started thinking about it. It's like, where did jabroni come? You ever heard the word jabroni? Isn't that from a wrestler? It is from a wrestler. Dog, you are the man. Which wrestler? Poker T. No, I don't no. fucking know. No, it was a, the original jabroni wrestler was the Iron Sheik. Okay, so they uh, all the guys that they used to bring in to beat the shit out of, you know, like the the, the headliners would beat up these other guys. Yeah, they call them jobbers. Okay, and so that Iron Sheik, if there was someone that was like a total meathead douchebag guy that was just like an idiot, basically, he called them a jabroni. So he'd walk around and he's like, fucking jabronis, get the fuck out of my way. And he'd say shit like that. So then he would always say it backstage. Well, then The Rock carried it out of the backstage. And then everybody started saying mm -hmm. jabroni. But it was like, I had the, like the urban dictionary of jabroni. Because like Connor and his friends say it all the fucking time. Um, it's like that. I Like that was said a lot like. In the early 2000s, I feel like, which was probably when The Rock was a big wrestler, yeah, 90s, yeah. 2000s. But I haven't heard it in a long time, so that's that's, that's funny. another odd thing of you. The all the professional wrestlers that are now becoming like blockbuster actors. How many of those are happening? 
Yeah. You got the rock. So you got the rock. Cena. You got John, John Cena. Cena. You got Batista. Okay. There's three. Batista. Batista's Dave in Batista. Come on. He's a uh, Guardians, Guardians of the of Ga- Galaxy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The the muscly guy. Yeah, yeah. because they're ripped. Well, they're, they're ripped, but they also have years and years of acting experience. That's true. true. That's true. Like, I, yeah, I, I've see, never been super into wrestling, but, like, you watch it, and they dedicate to these I mean, personas. I like Dwayne Johnson, but he's the same dude every time. Well, same with been, John he's Cena. Been, he's been playing, they've Batista. been playing the same dude for 20 years. That's so they're not truly, at. like, but they're, but they're not versatile. But, they're something, not versatile but something about them is making them the highest paid actors, well, like, super... They're in everything, in every blockbuster. I'd say, I'd say, for, I'd say for sure for the Rock. I think, yeah. I think John Cena is getting there. No, no I don't I think, think John Cena is going to get there. I think there. he's past his prime. Yeah, already. I don't, I don't think he's going to get there. I don't think he's got the the pull. He's not going to get Rock status. He was in something big recently <clears throat> that wasn't no. the Peacemaker. So, real quick, while you're looking that up, yeah. Jabroni. In wrestling, it's a jobber. Yep. In reality, colon, dumbass. Loser, a no good son of a bitch, takes a lot of shit but can never back it up. Calvin, do you want to place up? Do you want to pick up some McDonald's? Kiff, sure, gets McDonald's. Calvin, dude, I forgot my wallet. Can you pay for me? Kiff, I don't know who the fuck Kiff is. You're a fucking jabroni. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, you're a jabroni. See, I always think about like the way Connor and his friends would use the word jabroni was kind of like a meathead. Mm-hmm. You know, like a jack dude is kind of a meathead, you know, like that's what I always kind of thought it was. But now it's like it's more of like a dumbass loser, you know, douchebag kind of person. Hmm. So I guess. So it got dark when I used to, when we used to use it, it was usually playful and like lighthearted. Jabroni? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think I ever used it like. Like my jabroni. <laughs> no, no, no. Like <laughs> you would say like, come on, jabroni. But you'd never like. It wasn't like hateful, or what the, ne- oh, okay. the intent was never like. Maybe among you're friends, you're a fucking idiot. Maybe among friends, you, that, I mean, you know, because you call your friends dumbass and stuff. Yeah. So maybe among friends, you can say jabroni. But if you're talking about somebody else that you don't yeah. know, then it's derogatory. Yeah. So I don't think I ever used the jabroni towards someone who wasn't a friend. And every time it was used in a friend, it was usually like half comical and half like when you do say you're a dumbass, like it's playful. Yeah. Yeah. More playful for yeah. sure. Okay, who? What, what was it? What was the movie? Okay, so he's uh, sorry. It was he was in Bumblebee. You guys see that the Transformers movie? Dude, that's so fucking old. It's like he's past this. There's 2019. No, yeah, nah. yeah but it's Transformers. It's Transformers. He was the main character. Okay, was he Bumblebee? He was the main yeah, character he was in Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Oh, that, he, he, wait, 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 no, 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 no. He, he was, was a bad guy. Oh, he's the bad guy. He's a bad guy. He he wasn't that good in that movie. I watched. I, no, I, man, I I'm telling you, he's not. He's not. I don't know. I I don't. It's not. Okay, I'll tell you I'm what. I'm constantly impressed when I see him act. Okay, personally. so if John probably, Cena, do you think wrestling's real? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I used to think wrestling was real, dude. I have a friend who's convinced it was real because I think it was Kevin Hart fell off like a ladder and died or something like that. Kevin Hart, Not, the, the very oh, you mean um, you mean Bret Hart? Bret Hart, Bret yeah, Hart, yeah, yeah, Bret Hart. I'm like Kevin Hart's very much. Yeah, still but, alive. sorry, no, I'm not a fucking <laughs> wrestling fan. Yeah, Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, so he's what convinced it was real. What do you guys mean it's not real? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Dude, hey, back in the day, I used to fucking live for WWF wrestling. It was like the, the I one of those things, you had to wait mm. till WrestleMania was coming on. It's like that was like the OG pay-per-view was WrestleMania 
Like those, it was like, that was fucking it back in the day. <laughs> Hulk, fucking Macho Man Randy Savage, Iron Sheik. You got fucking uh, the Ultimate Warrior. I had the W. I had the WWF Nintendo game. Nice. Oh my god! Yeah, the Steiner Brothers. Weirdly enough, I still see advertisements for it everywhere. WWE. WWE. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, this was WWF. This was pre. That was pre that. But yeah. I, I didn't think it was really still big. Well, it was big. WWE, and then there's another league. Um, it was basically like NFC, AFC. What was the other league? It had like Sting and um. Someone Sting. else. Yeah. Was man. it was it like when they were making the transition from WWF to WWE? It was when WWF was still a thing. What was that football league that the WWF guy tried to start? Oh, I think that's still going on. It's like uh um it's like but there's like not eleven players on a team. Yeah. Yeah. Um NFL Blitz. No, that's a video game. <laughs> I know what you got to beat the shit out of people. <laughs> um, it was at the AFL, American, American Football Fo- League. Was it the AFL? Because there was like because because there was the NFL, it was like the XFL, or something. Oh, there was the XFL. Yeah, yeah, that's right. XFL, Extreme Football League. Did you guys see that they did playoffs where they had like Bruce Banner announcing a game and The Rock was announcing the Super Bowl. Oh, I saw The Rock at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they also have for like one of the playoffs games they had Bruce Banner. I didn't know that. Uh-uh. And it was, I don't know, it was weird. Wasn't, his name's not Bruce Banner, though. Not, oh, Bruce Buffer. Who the fuck is Bruce Buffer? Is he a WWE star? No, he's the announcer. Let's get ready oh, to Oh, that rumble. guy, yeah. He was at the Super Bowl, wasn't he? was he? the WCW. The WCW, oh, that's right. World, world no, the championship Rock. wrestling. The oh. Rock was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. What was that? There's this crazy story about. I'll, I'll, you guys talk for a second. I'll look it up because I have to know. Hey, let's just talk for a second over here while he's looking something up. You Should know, we do the dad thing. Hey, we talked. Hey, it's been a second. Did you yeah. figure it out? <laughs> that was it. Would you what? What? So it was you done. Bruce Buffer and uh, his brother, something else, Buffer, and John, and basically one Our, of them, one of them. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we got to talk again. Yeah, you guys what the hell's going on for a second or two? Michael more? Buffer, basically. They're both huge announcers. Uh-huh. They both became announcers, exact same profession, because they have this deep, booming voice. They were separate at birth, and they didn't know each other existed. What? Until they were like 35. Wow. Fuck. Until they both became famous. Fun facts about the Buffer family. Interesting. What? That is interesting. But but they weren't called Buffer, both of them, when they were born, right? right. They yeah, could, they were. They just got... Well, actually... How I, could you be... Because well, they, they both have that name now. So I well, assume maybe maybe they both took the stage name Buffer once they found each other. No, because it was like they both came up in separate career paths and found fame and then found each other. But how would that work? Like if you look at I look watch it. Look it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up. I'll I'll, I'll right look it now. up for you. Guys. You can look it up right, right now. Okay. So, um, so, so, so happy Sunday, man. Hey, man. Happy Sunday! What's uh, what's 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 what's, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening, man? Yeah, brother, what's going on? Oh, not a. No, it's Sunday. That's there's nothing. I've been wanting to grill, so the weather's been so weird. So I was able to w- break out the grill. Okay, last week, grilled up those brats. Turned out great. 
Great. Great. Even though they're expensive. And then so Sam, when she went grocery shopping, bought these nice steaks. Or no, we had steaks at the home because we bought like an eighth of a cow or something like that. So we got steaks that were, you know, going to defrost. She bought fucking some baby back ribs. Nice. She got these like pork uh, ribeyes. You ever had a pork ribeye? No. Like it's the ribeye of a fucking pig. Okay. It's got a nice little fat layer, but I mean, otherwise, like, it's smaller, right? It's only, like, yay big, mm-hmm. but you get a pack of them, they're, like, 10 in a pack. You, dude, grill those up. Really? They're pretty good. They cook quick, They cook fast, though, right? They cook right? super quick. They're pretty thin. Okay. But you just fucking, on high heat, sear that shit, maybe in a marinade. It's not bad. All right, let's hit pause for just a second so we can let the young man explain what he's found. Okay. So, story goes, uh, Bruce Buffer was an announcer. And he saw Michael Buffer announcing UFC matches. And he was like, this Buffer last night, I'm like, what are the odds there? So he looks it up, and he gets in contact with the guy's managing office and finds out that Michael Buffer grew up 20 miles from where Bruce Buffer grew up in Pennsylvania. And then he talks to his dad about it, and he finds out that his dad got married before he went off to war, went to war, came back, and got divorced. And the last time he had seen his son with this lady was when his son was two and a half. Michael Buffer took the last name Huber, but when he went in to get recruited for the Army, apparently they'd never officially changed his name, so it was still Buffer. So when he got back from the Army, he took it up as his as announcing game. Oh, Buffer. okay. So, so same, Dad never said dad. you got a brother, Bernie. Yeah. Bernie. yeah. Yeah. I think that happened more back in the day, people with Ill- illegitimate kids. Well, it was easier to get away. Well, it sound like it was illegitimate. No, it was it was it was like he was married. He just, he he just, just got abandoned. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Well, he abandoned his kid, so maybe not illegitimate. But yeah, he, if he went off to war. He didn't abandon his. He came back and then left him and then divorced him. Yeah, he divorced yeah. the mom. He had the and kid then left, he left the kid. for war and then came back and divorced. He him. fucking abandoned him. All right, all right. Anyways, back to grilling. <laughs> so, back, to, <laughs> back to grilling. So, I've been doing this thing, honestly, because like so last year I was all proud of myself because I did a lot of grilling outside, mm-hmm. even when it was winter time. But I'm re- what I, the problem I ran into. That always bothered me is that keeping a good temp was hard in the gas grill outside because yeah. it's like you can't get that really hot temp and then it, you get like a pretty good gust of wind and it'll suck the heat right out of there. Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing the fucking pre-sear on the on the griddle and then I, I, I sear it really good, get a nice crisp on one side, get a nice crisp on the other side, I put a little bit of butter down first, sear it, flip it, sear it, and then I'll sear the edges because I've been eating steaks. Nice thick ones. And then air fryer. Yeah, man. Five, six minutes. You were there that one night, right? Yeah, that was a great steak. Yeah, it was like, it's so fucking perfect. So I I like, I haven't even busted out my grill in a while. I feel yeah. like a little less of a dad. No, man. <laughs> no, so I don't, really. we, I mean, you have access to those cool things. Use them. Yeah. Air, air fryers. Are so your, your air fryer is like an air fryer slash toaster oven thing, though. I feel like. It's not the traditional, like, basket air fryer. It's got racks. It's, yeah, it's not the original style. Where yeah. the, it's not the drop-in air fryer. This yeah. one's got, yeah, this one's got, like, racks in the, on the inside. Two different levels. Yeah, I think toaster oven, but it, obviously it circulates air and shit like that. Yeah, it's it's basically, I think an air fryer is just a convection oven with a new name. Right. I really think it just is. Just a smaller footprint. But even, there's they got those mini convection ovens, too. Like, they do rotisserie chickens in them oh. and shit. You know, it's just moving the air around a lot. Mm-hmm. To create that overall circular yeah. motion to 
cooks faster because yeah. you're getting all there. Because like an oven is just radiant. True. Well, you know? yeah, but now they have convection ovens. Right, but just a standard oven yeah. is just radiant. Yeah. So anyway, so you, Anyways, you've been grilling. I, no, I've been wanting to grill, so oh. I got the, the brats, and then it's been so fucking cold and windy and snowy suddenly again. Yeah. Welcome to Wisconsin, bro. So I got all this shit in my fridge waiting to get thrown on a grill. Yeah, I've got one steak left sitting in there, and I don't know. Maybe we'll cook it for lunch today. We'll see what's going on. What's up? Yeah. Go to Subway or something, Bailey. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> I can never eat another sub sandwich in my life. Yeah. I worked at a, well, I was recovering before I got cleared to go back to my cooking job. I was working at a Jersey Mike's. Never had Jersey Mike's. They're it's, supposed to be like big sandwiches, right? Yeah, they're really good. But like I ate a sub, one or two sub sandwiches a day for Oof. four months and I'm like burnt out forever, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had my first Jersey Mike's with your sister. It's pretty good. It's, it's a good Did sandwich. you get it Mike's way? Hmm? Um, the oil vinegar, salt and pepper. Maybe... It was it, you, you would have remembered. It's like a really juicy sandwich. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't remember that. I'd never heard of that, but it's apparently like a East Coast thing. They put oil and vinegar in all their sandwiches. That's interesting. Mm. So when I was in high school, we had a dude open up a sandwich shop in our town of like 1,200 people, and that's how he did it, as he put the, the oil, vinegar, and shit on it, and everybody fucking loved it. So good. But that was like in 1994. So like maybe that guy was, was like an East Coast guy. Mike? No, his name wasn't Mike because I was <laughs> I was just thinking about this. I was like, oh, no, but he, I think the sandwich shop is still there. Huh. Yeah. Well, there'll be a new restaurant in Baraboo soon. The <laughs> meadery. <laughs> the meadery is happening for so, sure. We got to do that. Flights if, of meat. If you guys need a cook, yeah, man, just let me know. All I right. need flights of meat. So, well, we got to we got to we got to put up the restaurant. We got to figure that shit out. Yeah, but we'll let you know. Yeah, once it happens. So in thirty years. Yep. It's a, your I don't know, maybe, maybe that's my business venture. Could be. Open a metery. Damn right. It's a good idea. Well, hey, gentlemen. Yep. Let's About wrap time. this bad boy up. I appreciate you, Mr. Mr. Landman and Matt Landman. <laughs> what's, it, what's his name? Captain Special. I don't Captain fucking Special, <laughs> yeah. Captain Special. I expect to be referred to as that anytime I'm back. Well, joke's on you. You're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a, just kidding. Such a jabroni. <laughs> I mean, it took you... Five years to get back, so yeah. Well, so in five years, guys, four years to start a podcast. I don't know what. Took us more like seven years to start a podcast. Long fucking time. Yeah, we got it. We got it. It's all good, my friends. All right, let's wrap it. All right, thanks for tuning in this week. Much love. Have a great one, and until next time. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for for showing up, Bailey. Thanks for stepping up at six a.m., six thirty this morning for the wake up call. Because no coffee here. No, we had our coffee. (laughs) Don't we did we did pre coffee. So this is my new thing because I'm trying to save my stomach. Because every time I come in here and I drink too much coffee, my stomach hurts. Yeah. So I drink a cup of coffee at home, and then I put in a shot of pre workout, which is 150 milligrams of caffeine, into my water bottle. And it keeps my elevation where I want it to be, and it's still hydrating. Plus, you're all tingly. No, it's not that kind of (laughs) pre-workout. Either way, peace, everybody. Thank you for listening today. We love y'all. See you, Jabroni. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Later.